Welcome, everybody, to episode 25 of the Bombshell Podcast. I'm your host, DK Dynamite, with a lovely co-host, Fajardi. How are you doing today, my friend? Good as always. You know the vibes, my friend. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. <laughs> and I'm very sad to announce that this may, in fact, be the final episode of the podcast before the end of Colder's life cycle. Now, I say maybe because there could still be some updates in Black Ops Cold War over the next month, surprisingly, which we're going to get to later on in the podcast, but... First and definitely foremost, how are you feeling tonight, man? How are you feeling after uh, a pretty strong week with uh, a couple of little bits of Cold War content, uh, wrapping up the Haunting event here, and getting ready for the launch of a whole new Call of Duty in a couple of days, man? What are the vibes right now? I mean, they're just good. They just kind of uh, the calm before the storm, before Vanguard, like that. that is. I like that. The, and, calm, um, the calm before the storm. <laughs> yeah, we're just chilling out. We're just chilling out. We're not, trying to, we're not trying to overstress. We're just, yeah. just sailing, sailing across the calm sea. Absolutely, man. And big thank you to Hells and Kalen for the wonderful support with the Super Chats here uh, on the podcast. Really means the world. And with that, I think somebody also wrote in chat that Miami's no longer in 6v6 in Cold War? Huh? Did they really make that change this late in the game? (laughs) I don't know what's going on, but yeah, definitely quite a bit to get through tonight. Uh, I do want to say it's been a relatively quiet week, but that's good. Because like you said, the calm before the storm, want to have a bit of a peaceful week, right? A couple of bangers here and there, but also kind of resting before we have a big launch week next week, which it's going to be crazy, right? We have a massive, massive schedule to look forward to starting this Sunday, surprisingly. So we're definitely going to get to all that. Um, But I think starting off with PlayStation exclusives now. I mean, first off, taking a look at the previous exclusives, we had Survival in Modern Warfare, which everybody knows is a bit unplayable. (laughs) They added a couple more maps to the mode over the course of that game cycle, but it was practically unplayable. Even hardcore Modern Warfare fanboys will tell you that. But uh, Onslaught isn't yet available on all platforms until this Monday the 1st for Xbox and PC. Now, I saw Finally broke down oh, and pre-ordered Texas speech is talking. Thanks for all the awesome (laughs) CW coverage, DK and Faharty. I was looking forward to the Vanguard ride. Yeah, well, 10 spot. Excuse me, I wasn't expecting uh, Texas Pizza Talk there. Oops. <laughs> Thank you so much to Kalen. Was that from Kalen? Let me see. Let me double check who that was from. Very nice. Somebody said they finally... Oh, it was Mark. Mark, thank you so much, buddy. Streamlabs donation. Said he finally uh, broke down and pre-ordered Vanguard. And thank you for all the awesome Cold War coverage. Hey, seriously? And he said, oh, to me and Fajardi as well. Really, really means the world that you said that. And we're actually going to go through the past year uh, of Cold War coverage towards the end of the podcast. So we'll take a trip down memory lane. Take a look at uh, where Fajardi and I kind of started at the beginning of the year. And, and kind of where we ended up and what we're planning for the future. Lots of uh, exciting announcements as well. But, uh, yeah, so Onslaught becomes available this Monday. For Xbox and PC, finally, which is which is great because I think everybody should experience it. I wanted to ask you though: Do you think that the mode was held back in any way just because it was an exclusive mode, or do you think that that didn't really matter at all? It still released everything that they wanted to. What would you say about this? Um, I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. I I do wish on this update uh, that comes out on the first four. Or I think they're just gonna patch it in, right? I don't think it's gonna be some big thing. Yeah, but yeah. I want them to add the rest of the outstanding maps. And the the rest of the uh, containment maps, I think that'll be really cool. Then I have a reason for me to actually go back and play it again because I've been playing it for the past year. Am I right? Right, right, right. So, yeah, I, 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 in terms of potential, I think I think it kind of hit the mark with what it, with what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be just a, not a main mode, just a mini little mode. And you know, I don't think it was held back in any way just because it wasn't exclusive mode. Because you you look at Dead Ops Arcade Three, you know, it got a little a little bit of updates, but. I mean, probably comparable to to onslaught, I think, um, in terms of little LTMs and and uh, and updates with new maps. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with it all around. Yeah, I was gonna say because I'm like, what else could they have added to the mode? 
you know, mm. let's say it was let's say it was available on all platforms from the beginning of Cold Recycle. What else could they have added to it, really? I mean, I feel like they really did what they wanted to with it, being able to play some mini round based on all the multiplayer maps, and they give you PAP, they give you AATs, they give you weapon rarity upgrades, the work. So I think I think it's fine. But I saw something that I think is plausible, right? I think it's from Perko over on Twitter. What if, and this is a big what if, and I know Charlie Intel already clarified today what's up with the exclusives, but I still want to mention this. What if they have to wait until Onslaught becomes available on Xbox and PC before announcing any next major mode that'll be available only on PS4 and PS5 for Vanguard? Because last year when they when they actually announced Onslaught, Survival had already released, I think it was October 3rd for Xbox and PC, and the announcement for really? Onslaught and, and the announcement for Onslaught was October 23rd, 20 days later. So that gets me thinking, there's still a possibility there is a mode that we're not going to hear about until after Onslaught drops for other platforms. Maybe they have to contractually drop the first mode before talking about the next. Um, there's even the possibility that the exclusive mode is something post-launch. What if it comes out weeks after November the 5th? But uh, the reason I bring that up is because it's worth still thinking about that in the case October of Hades. 8th, yeah. Yeah, or October eighth. Was it the eighth or the third? I'm sorry, did I miss? I mixed. I think up. <laughs> uh, unless unless the article I read was wrong, I just said eighth. So okay, yeah, because I I looked up yesterday uh, survival release date Xbox PC. I swear I read the third, but yeah, it could be a couple days off. But regardless, yeah. it was weeks before the launch uh, or the weeks before the reveal of Onslaught and uh, Charlie Intel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Charlie Intel here. Let me pull up this tweet real quick. If anybody's watching this live, you can see this. Uh, the PlayStation blog is no mention of an exclusive mode this year for Vanguard. It's not clear if there will be one or not. If we get confirmation either way, we'll update. These are the only exclusive benefits that were mentioned. That is from the recent blog post from PlayStation about the new Call of Duty. So that's the five tier skips with the Battle Pass. Uh, they come with the Battle Pass bundles you can buy every season. That just gives you 20 extra tier skips. On PlayStation, it'll give you 25. We already had that for Cold War. Uh, two custom loadout slots. We knew about that. Combat packs for each season. We've seen that in Modern Warfare and Cold War. Monthly double XP events lasting 24 hours those usually go live on on thursdays before the launch of a double xp weekend from friday and lastly 25 percent weapon xp when partying up with friends don't know if that was in modern warfare but definitely was in cold war so the, the usual uh little bonuses that came with uh black ops cold war this past year are returning in vanguard but i mean in your honest opinion do you think there's a chance it's a post-launch update or a post-launch exclusive mode or do you think this is it and they said you know what this year we're just not going to do it or maybe they ran out of time. They didn't have time to lock a mode behind exclusivity. They just they just couldn't make one. Uh, what are you thinking, honestly, about PlayStation's future here? I mean, the cope answer for me is like, yeah, they're waiting. They're waiting to like a little bit later to add it in, which really <laughs> really wouldn't make sense. I mean, that's what it is. Because like, I, I want an exclusive mode. Like, why wouldn't I have a PlayStation? So yeah, yeah. Um, all the other benefits are not really anything extravagant. Like I, I can live without those, so I'll probably most likely be playing on PC because of that. Fair, um, fair. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, with exclusives, it's like, well, would you rather have no exclusives at all, so everybody loses, or would you rather have an exclusive that you know a third of the player base, possibly more, can play? Because I think PlayStation is the dominant platform for Call of Duty Online. Or when I say online, I mean you know people that play on the internet <laughs> with zombies multiplayer. So. That's why I'm like, I mean, what really sounds better? Is it like nothing at all or just something for a limited portion of the community that then comes out a year later? I mean, that's a worthwhile debate. I mean, you look back at Call of Duty back in the day. It was a month gap between map packs for Xbox and PlayStation. Then it became a week on Black Ops 4 with how they started spacing things out a bit. And then it became nothing. Everything was out at the same time. But if there is an exclusive, it's a year gap from one platform to the next. So I'm like, it's kind of, it's fluctuated over the years with how exclusivity has been handled with Call of Duty. But... All in all, it's like I said before, my, my opinion is still the same. 
I would, if they're going to do an exclusive mode, I would rather them have it be something that's not a throwaway mode like survival, but something that's actually playable each season, like Onslaught, but not nothing that's too severe that pisses off other platforms too much where it causes controversy. I mean, I'm kind of in the middle on it. It's tough to even, it's tough to really break down, but do you think that confirms uh, no round base then? Because if we have no mention of round base in the Vanguard blog post that released and PlayStation's not doing it, then is that a chance that it's done with? I know we'll go more in depth with Vanguard Zombies later, but... Uh, I mean, real quickly, what, what does that make you think about? Do you think that's just like nail in the coffin for anybody that was hopeful for a round based iteration of some sort? I mean, how are we feeling about that? Um, I mean, I'm going to be honest in, in my next in my next statement here, and this is going to be a very, very uh, controversial take. Um, you know, I hopped on D Machine and, and Forsaken today and I, and I couldn't get myself to, to play it anymore, to be honest. I, I think I'm just bored. Of the concept of round base, fair. So, if there were to be no round base, but I but I can play Outbreak for hours and hours and hours, and I never get bored. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I've played round base for the past ten years. Um, I I think that would be a probably big factor in it. But um, yeah, yeah. Going like I don't know. I I no round base fine with me. <laughs> I think that'll be fine. I yeah. I'm at the point where I'm like maybe it's just I'm getting older, right? And it's not. Uh, let me try to word this correctly. Uh, because I focus so much on content, I don't play the game as much as I would like to, even though I do hit max rank every season. I do get a lot, I get hours and hours of gameplay from each mode each season. But the thing is, uh, maybe because I've gotten older, I can't see myself sitting down and playing just about anything, even in COD, without in the back of my mind saying, okay, I'm going to record this background gameplay. I'm going to use this for a video. I want to stream this with, with, with a group of people. I can't really sit down and just play, if that makes any sense. Maybe if it's like a, a solo campaign, if I'm playing God of War or a Batman Arkham, a Spider-Man, it's a little bit different because like that's just meant for you to just you know dive into on solo. But with multiplayer, it's like, I don't know. I, I just It's hard for me to see how people that are in their late 20s or even older will say that they're okay with just round-based because I've seen people claim that all they want is traditional round base. They don't care about Easter eggs. And I'm like, that must represent a very small portion of the actual community. If Activision has numbers telling them that, uh, you know, people are playing Outbreak more, doing more Easter eggs than ever, then clearly people that just play for survival aren't the majority at all. And that tells Activision what to focus on for future titles. So as we'll talk about later, you know, this Tuesday, I'm sorry, is it this Tuesday or this Wednesday? When is the second? Oh, so it has to be Tuesday, right? Because the first yeah, it's Tuesday. Yeah. So Tuesday is actually an Activision investors call, and that's great because this will be when we get a lot of clarification on maybe what the player count looked like for Cold War. You know what was more popular, what wasn't, what the focus will be in the future. Uh, I think this is also when they might say, "Hey, Cold War outpaced Modern Warfare." Because I think it's simple, right? If Modern Warfare was only the best-selling game of 2019, but Cold War was in 2020 and 2021, what does that math tell you? The math doesn't add up to say Modern Warfare still outsold it. Unless somehow it sold an extraordinary amount of copies in 2019, but then for 2020, 2021, Cold War still was the best selling, but didn't get as many copies. I don't see how that math checks out at all. So I think this will be the opportunity when Activision says, hey, Cold War may have outpaced or outsold Modern Warfare, one or the other. That could be that could mean the same thing. Uh, let me pull up that page. It'll be at exactly, let's see what time this is. They're usually at like late hours of the day. So we have it at November 2nd. 4.30 p.m. Eastern. That's 3.30 my time central. So that happens to be the same day the Hammer and Sickle are releasing in Cold War, the last melee weapon to be added. So I think I'll probably go live 
at noon or something when the update drops. We'll play a couple of hours with some open lobbies and then watch the investors call shortly after that. It'll be a pretty long stream that day, I'll tell you that much. So, uh, or I could even start it a little bit later in the day, it doesn't matter. We'll still, we'll still have some stuff to go through. But we'll talk, I have some upcoming streams I want to go through later on with you guys uh, watching this live. So I have a couple of things coming up. But um, with that, I mean, there's a lot coming up. I'm very excited. I think it's worth uh, getting a lot of sleep <laughs> over the next few days because about to be uh, cracking hard at, at some Vanguard content, man. Lots of, uh, lots of things to focus on here. But uh, with that being said, I mean, with the Vanguard blog post, Oh, uh, were you overwhelmed with how much they wrote in there? There was so much to go through. I mean, holy crap. There was a lot in there. For, I'm uh, going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I didn't read. I, I probably didn't read more than like half of it. Just because I, I'm. Fair, yeah, fair. Not by, I mean, because I would just go watch a video and I would get <laughs> what I would actually need from it. Um, yeah. yeah. But like, I, yeah, super long blog post. I'm glad they're doing it. Um, I'm glad right. they're doing big little blog posts like that. Wait, big little blog post. That doesn't make sense. A little big anyway. blog post. <laughs> you can't even say it in reverse. It doesn't work. <laughs> There's no way to no way to phrase that. Uh, anyway, you know, yeah, it's yeah, good. It's you. good. It's a lot of info. Uh, that's what the game needs right now. It needs publicity and it needs um, the info on the table. So Yeah, well, there was a very suspicious tweet that was posted last night. And it contained an image of what appears to be the Red Dark Ether camo. That will be some type of mastery reward in zombies or something. In Vanguard, and I got DMCA today, and we, we had a joke about this because it seems like over the past couple of months, anybody who leaked anything about Vanguard, right, actual images on Twitter, which you, again, you shouldn't do, but they weren't really getting hit that hard with, like, DMCAs or strikes on YouTube, so it's like Activision knows Vanguard needs more publicity, they, you know, they need all the support they can get, so they weren't striking other people out there for, uh, at least from, from what I could see. Uh, regarding, you know, un un unannounced content. I thought that was kind of funny. Whereas Cold War last year, everybody knows the red door when that leaked out. COD Partners made videos about it with their, you know, it was in their thumbnails. But then if any Joe Smo or, or someone like me posted about it, um, you were in <laughs> very hot waters. Uh, and, and you were definitely at risk of a strike type of complaint from, uh, from Activision. So kind of funny how we look at Cold War's marketing last year to Vanguard's this year. It's, it's very interesting. But, uh, yeah, we'll definitely dive deeper into, into Vanguard later on. But I think something I really want to address, like I said earlier, this is the final episode of the podcast before Colder's Life Cycle is over. And if you guys are watching this live, uh, I'm doing the over because maybe it's not over. Uh, there could be something that drops uh, at some point throughout November. I think one of the big pieces of info that dropped, I think it was, was it last Saturday or it was some point after that? Uh, a second patch actually popped up in the PlayStation database for Black Ops Cold War. And I'm like, wait a second, right? One of them popped up. I think it was update 1.25. That, yep. that already had popped up. And people, we all installed it. All of us installed it on all platforms. And we have no idea what that did for us. But then a couple of days later, and that was about 7 gigabytes, right? About 7 gigabytes in size. So it was something. Yep. I'm like, oh, maybe it was Onslaught for Xbox and PC? I don't know. But then all of a sudden, a couple of days later, another update pops up. This is October 25th. So we have, uh, four days ago, another update popped up. Update 1.26 now. And I'm not sure how big this one is. It was added to the database. We haven't installed this one yet. Uh, and it's my understanding we may get a few more bundles in Season 6 as we know it. So is it just that? We also don't have the Season 6 outro cutscene yet. So that could be bundled in this patch here. But they wouldn't do a patch like that. A whole new title update just for a cutscene. I mean, maybe, maybe they will. And I, I could be wrong about that. I'll eat my words. But as of now, there could be something else in there. We have a lot of gaming scoopers claiming there's remastered multiplayer maps. Some other small content on the way. Maybe that's what, maybe that's what this is. But usually when an update pops up in the database like that, when it's in the database, we're a couple of days away from preloading. So we already preloaded Vanguard, was it last night? So maybe this Monday we get the preload for this title update in Cold War. That content becomes available Tuesday or Wednesday. 
really close before the release of Vanguard, but maybe it's not much. But I wanted to point that out because something may still be on the way. So they have a mystery patch. Um, I mean, Fajardi, any guesses on what on earth this patch could be? I mean, are, are you hopeful for more than bundles? Could it be remastered multiplayer maps that are on hold? I mean, what do you think uh, this will entail here? I'm just hoping for anything, to be honest. Whether it be whether it be bundles, whether it be remastered maps, I just, I'll say, give me any of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I think, um, I think there is a high possibility that we could be seeing some some more stuff because just like modern warfare there's some outstanding yeah. stuff that never that didn't get released for uh, a few months but um yeah i'm very hopeful that there will be something and i think some like we'll probably hear from that uh, on monday or tuesday you know what's really weird though and maybe someone could correct me in chat when the last title update for modern warfare released and I'm not sure when this was. I think it was actually a couple of months ago, if I'm not mistaken. But maybe, uh, let me rephrase that. When the title update for Modern Warfare dropped before Cold War released, did that title update contain the guns and maps that we didn't see for months later? Because it took many months for Modern Warfare to drop. It was like two or three maps, a couple of guns, some more bundles. I'm wondering if that was already packaged into the last title update of Modern Warfare before Cold War came out. Because for all we know, we can install a title update for Cold War next week. And the content in it doesn't drop for months out of nowhere. Maybe that happens again. Like with Modern Warfare. That, I mean, yeah, the, the raw LMG somebody wrote in chat. Uh, there was a, what, it was an SMG, I think, a pistol. Um, soap and a couple of other things. I wonder if that was just sitting there in the files for months. I believe that's probably what it was. So could get the same treatment with Cold War again, where stuff just sits there for a long time, and people that have access to uh, PCs can go ahead and look at that early. But you know what? I want to bring this up again because it's my understanding that you know maybe the programs people use to get things like that, get information that might not be accessible at launch of Vanguard because. If they know that's going to already disable programs like Greyhound, right? The Ricochet Anti-Cheat. If it's going to disable Greyhound, then I feel like that's already set in stone behind the scenes. And, and Ash Wise, people that, that work at Activision, when they put tweets out saying, hey, what programs do you guys use? You know, we can we can put a word in to get some help for 3D artists and whatnot. That might not be taken into effect for a while. What if it's like December or January or even longer by the time they put out a, a fix for that where people can then use Greyhound again? I don't know. I mean, what do you think is going to happen, man? Do you think it'll be something like that where people have to wait an extended amount of time to <laughs> start ripping through assets again? I mean, lots of potential with that. I'm really curious. Yeah, I definitely think there's going to be a wait um, to some extent. So for might yeah. be a few weeks, might be a few months, might be a few days. Um, yeah, because I never know. I almost don't think it'll be like an instant, an instantaneous fix for. 3D artists out there, at least from Activision's end. Unless somebody builds a workaround or somebody figures something out. I don't know, but it's going to be a really interesting month, man. I'll tell you that much. It'll be a really interesting month. I know, I think it's the beginning of December, first week of December, when everything kind of rolls out with the Ricochet Anti-Cheat. It's not going to go live right away uh, uh, next week, but it'll be it'll be a couple of weeks after that. Um, so yeah, on top of that, you know, if anybody's interested in exactly what has been rumored thus far for a Season 6 Reloaded, or what information there even is to begin with about one. I put all that I put all that news rounded up in a single video uh, that I posted a couple of days ago. It's pinned on my channel right now if you want to check that out. Um, just an FYI. We have some funny comments to read later uh, during Who Are These People? People that just can't comprehend the concept of concept art, right? It's like, you know, you know we, we have unannounced info, we have unannounced content we want to talk about. How do you do a thumbnail for that? Of course, you're going to make some concept art, something spicy, something that's, you know, eye-appealing, but something that's honest, right? The thumbnail should always show, you know, what's going to be discussed in the video. So I think we'll talk more about that later on. Um, but yeah, November 2nd, like I said, huge day. We have the Activision Investors Call. We have the release of the Hammer and Sickle. And yeah, after that, I think uh, 
possibly Wednesday, a day later, a couple of things may happen. So I should be able to play Call of Duty Vanguard a little bit early. We'll have to wait and see if there is any embargo, uh, depending on uh, how that works. With Cold War last year, I don't think there was. Last year, I streamed Cold War's campaign a little bit early because we were allowed to. Uh, if you had a New Zealand copy of the game, give you early access. So uh, that should be happening again with Vanguard this year. So excited to announce that. So definitely stay tuned for some Vanguard gameplay next week. Unless something goes wrong with like, you know, copyright strikes or embargoes. I'm looking forward to that. So and it gives us a chance as well to just relax, play some campaign, burn through it. And then once all, said and, once all is said and done, you know, then wait a couple of hours. And then multiplayer and zombie servers should be active, you know, shortly after that. I'm sure those modes will be locked, um, at least in the meantime. But we'll have to wait and see how that goes. Uh... Perkin chat said it might be like a final event for the Cold War multiplayer Warzone story. Yeah, that's fair too because the Season 6 outro is possibly going to give us like a big conclusion to the Cold War post-launch story with the fact that our, our heroes are in Verdansk looking for Stitch. I mean, how long does that outro have to be? I, I'm hoping for like a four to five minute yeah. cutscene, dude. There's a lot they have to cover now. They, <laughs> yeah. If, I, think if the, I think if the intro cutscene covered a little bit more, then yeah. I would be like, okay, maybe the outro is going to be like not as long but there was really the intro was really like short maybe that means the outro is going to be long they saved some budget um, <laughs> or something like that yeah i mean you don't know i, I would want to see a, like a, a nice little cg fight between the two i think that would be pretty cool um but yeah i mean anything I, if, if it connects with the uh the bo2 timeline which we don't even know if it still is i'm um, sure that would be cool mind. also so Dalek posted the final cutscene of Modern Warfare. It's almost on a million views. This is insane. The length of this one, let me see, 28. So it's about, this one's about three and a half minutes. That's still, that's still good, right? I mean, usually the intros are what, minute and a half tops, maybe two minutes max. So the yeah. outro for Modern Warfare was uh, three and a half minutes. So hopefully we get a length that's similar, just to kind of cover some ground, what's going on, how he's into Black Ops 2, Young Menendez might pop up, you know, they might show Woods getting captured. Oh, man, I mean, that would be fantastic. Um, I guess we're going to have to see, you know, if it's going to lead into, hey, there's a potential sequel taking place in the 90s, because, you know, Cold War Zombies ended on that note, where it's like, they could have a sequel game taking place in the 90s, or they'll pull a Black Ops 2 in a couple of years where the campaign may take place in whatever decade, but then Zombies takes place, you know, way in the past, in the 90s. You know what I mean? So they, we'll see how they plan that out with uh, Treyarch's next game in 2023. Lots of potential with this. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I would hope that they change the way we get these cutscenes. I, I, I want to have it where you do an in-game event and the cutscene plays, or you have to do like a little quest and the cutscene will play for you instead of it just dropping on a YouTube channel. I think, you know, for example, the haunting event or the numbers event recently. Imagine do, having to do all those challenges, all eight, in either Cold War or Wars, and then it, play, it gives you the cutscene. Boom. I mean, that would be cool. That'd be, that'd be a nice race for the community to see who can get the cutscene up first. Probably be a little bit toxic for some people, but uh, I think that'd be a different uh, interactive way to, to handle these beautiful cinematics. And it's the closest we'll ever get to campaign DLC. Let's make that clear as well. Uh, I don't think we'll ever True. get campaign DLC, even though that'd be great. But I think uh, sales-wise, it probably wouldn't be smart for them. Um, so, yeah. Uh, bat, oh, was that base in the chat said you guys were wrong about round base? Uh, we never claimed anything. We just theorized like every other normal person could do. <laughs> we See, I think, you know, you know it's, a, it's a problem when like... Well, who's, who's really wrong, though? It doesn't, it, like, it's not, it doesn't yeah. exist. Like, it's, it's, one of those, you know? it's one of those things that, that frustrates me, like... I get it, right? I cover news, so usually if I say something, people might hold me to it, but people really need to figure out the difference between me reporting on something versus me claiming something. I think that's a general issue across the internet as a whole, where people can't really 
grasp the difference. And, and that's fine as long as you don't, you know, make false accusations. That, oh, this person said this. I mean, we just report on what's going on. I mean, that, that's that's the way we cover Call of Duty, whether I mean, it's gameplay, news. But uh, go ahead. I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what's this guy's point. You guys are wrong about round base. When we were being hopeful about the mode actually still being... Even though we like Outbreak a lot. <laughs> Even though yeah, we like we're being, Yeah, we were being hopeful, being like... You know, we could we could see it as an exclusive mode. They could still keep it in, but it's not. So, like, I don't know what you're trying to stick to us when, like, now you don't get anything, and we are trying to be hopeful. DK uh, said this. DK said that. Man, go fucking dislike spam the channel. No, no, it's like that's the thing, right? It, it gets. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, I love Cal's comment, dude. I oh man, when, when critical. critical thinking skills are important. That's the thing, right? It, it's just. If majority and I are always praising Outbreak because we claim that we like it a lot, and we do, we play it a lot. Um, we're both okay, and we we could, we could happily disagree, Fajardi and I, and that's fine, but we actually agree on this point. We're okay with round base not being in Vanguard. We're like, all right, we're still going to enjoy the game. We're still going to cover it. Nothing changes. We're cool. But we were still hopeful that round base would be a part of it somehow for those people out there that only care about that so that everybody wins at the end. But, I mean, that's – you said Call of Duty just posted. What did they just post? Oh, breaking news while, while live? Let's see. Um, so, yeah, I, I just – that kind of frustrate, frustrates me sometimes when you see stuff like that. Especially when, when I say in a video, hey, uh, you know, this is what's been rumored. Here's what's official. Let's break all that down. Let's talk about it. And someone's like, oh, you claimed all of that. I mean, it's like asking a news channel uh, <laughs> why something changed, why something didn't come true or something. When the news, I mean, most channels at least, will, will report on something based on, you know, accurate, reliable sources or what they saw or what's going on in the world. Not that they're specifically claiming that. You know what I mean? Uh, Call of Duty just tweeted. What is this? Let's see. We're hosting the Vanguard World Premiere with, with, what is this? Ver, what the hell is this brand? <laughs> I don't know. Verzuz? What is Verzuz? The world, we're hosting the Vanguard World Premiere with Verzuz Lion November 3rd and everyone's invited. Come through for celebrity gameplay, a celebrity gameplay tournament, live music performances, stack lineup full of surprises. What? What is this? I had no, November 3rd. Okay. Interesting. 6 p.m. Pacific. That's late. Snoop Dogg coming out. <laughs> They're going to get some funny celebrities to come out. Dude, you remember how, dude, oh my God, the Eminem uh, collaboration years ago was so fucking good. Holy shit. E even like uh, when they had uh, Jack Harlow for, for, for Dance Gate 4 that was cool as well. That was pretty cool. They, they had some cool celebrity uh, celebrity appearances. Um, <laughs> definitely interesting. But uh, yeah, appreciate the comment in chat, whoever just whoever just wrote that in, that Kaj just tweeted. We love, we love breaking news while we're live. But all in all, right, I think that's something that uh, I've stressed too many times already, but... Uh, I think it comes down to critical thinking. It comes down to just the internet as a whole. It, that's something we just deal with on a daily basis. I mean, it, that, that, that's why I've always stressed out a hundred times. I want nothing to do with any of that data mine leak, any of that era. I just like talking about rumors that are safe that even the media, Charlie Intel, will also report on. So I know that there's some backing to it. Um, I'm very careful with anything else I discuss because last thing I need is somebody saying, DK said this, DK said that. I didn't say anything about that. Um... And, and that's that's kind of that's kind of where I leave that at. Same thing with the whole Chronicles two cringe. You know, every time every time I see a comment about it, I'll reply with the same thing going forward. Doesn't exist. Only ever did for Black Ops four. Done. Period. Sentence over. Like I, I think people. I, I still find it amusing to this day that when the evidence was there for it to come out in Black Ops four, and you had the same gaming scoopers who leaked all of Warzone, they were posting shit. Oh, Chronicles transit transit. 
I made videos about that. Hey, look at what they're saying. Everyone's like, oh, you're making it up. Clickbait lies. Now during Cold War and even Vanguard, people are like, oh, Chronicles 2, Chronicles 2. I'm like, where is this coming from? There's no evidence for that anymore. It, and it, the oh, idea, the idea is actually entertained now. It's supported. Yeah. Like, I remember when you were getting ripped to shreds when you oh. used to do that back in the day. Like, I'm so like, death threats, death threats. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not even about me at the end of the day, but it's like the principle that uh you know during modern warfare cycle there's, no, there's nothing to talk about for me like i wasn't into that game at all I, we were just kind of talking about hey what can come to black ops 4 still hey cod 2020 made by Treyarch. it was kind of a slow year of content um so that's why there were a lot of chronicles videos like yeah, pe people wanted to hear about it and there were updates every now and again that i addressed in videos from that i was reporting on from the same scoopers that again leaked all of modern warfare and warzone so i'm like hey a lot of other people are talking about it let me make some videos about it and that was it it, it was a hot discussion and now it's like Where's there is no support for that, but like you said, now people are entertaining that a lot more, and I'm like, I'm like, where where is that really coming from? Because it's like I don't I don't really get that. I really don't get that. Where does this come from? All of a sudden, like everyone's like, oh, it, it makes sense now. It's like it does not. <laughs> it's like where would they release this? But uh, I'm I'm sure something like that will happen in the future. But right now, it's like I, I almost want to like mute that word from my comment section in uh, in YouTube analytics or whatever. I want to literally get rid of that word. Just I'm so sick of hearing about this cap. It's just really ridiculous. And somebody will be like, "Well, DK, you made all those videos about it. It's your fault." It's like I made the videos when they made sense to be made. I made I made a new one. Like what was it? Uh, it might have been three months ago where I kind of, it was, it was a big rant really. It was no, no new information. I titled it like the truth explained. I just ranted for 20 minutes about why it's just so frustrating <laughs> to hear. Literally, I just ranted. I'm like, and I, I showed screenshots on screen in the video. These are the channels that keep talking about it. They were having to be the same people that during Black Ops 4 were saying that it was all lies and clickbait. And now they're doing, they're doing the same thing, but worse with no backing this time. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I just, oh my God. But yeah, like I said, I set my expectations uh, the right way. I, I, I hope to get at least one zombies vid out a week, but whenever there's like a big zombie launch, there'll obviously be more content than that, you know, when new maps out or new mode or what. So definitely expect some good zombies coverage with Vanguard, but I never want anybody to be, to be misled to think I'm a zombies channel. Where I only focus on that. I think I'm doing a disservice to people. If I make people believe that I want to make sure everybody knows, uh, lots more Warzone coverage is coming up this year. I'm really happy, really excited for the new map and, uh, and the anti-cheat. So I want to kind of get that out the way, but uh, yeah, some of the words banned from the channel leaks easy too. It's like, yeah, man, because leaks just a, a, a touchy territory. It's like, I, I, I just, I don't like anything that is involved with that. It's just, it's really, it's really, it's really risky. Um, yeah, people, certain people that can talk about it, certain people that can't, I just, I'm not, I want nothing to do with that. It's like walking on eggshells, but let's go through this, uh, massive Vanguard blog post from yesterday real quick. Let's take a look at the roadmap. First off, let me get a, a full image of it though. If it lets me here on, on windows, beautiful windows. Here we go. So. This is the equivalent. Remember last year when the Cold War one came out? I can't believe it's been a year already. When the Cold the Cold War preseason roadmap came out. And this is exactly what this is. Uh, what's happening at launch. And then in between launch season one, we get Shipman remastered. Hell yeah. Because please take it away. What would have happened if Shipman didn't come out right away in Vanguard multiplayer? What would have happened? Crying. Oh, my God. Crying. That's what would have happened. Holy crap. I, I mean, oh, no. Because... Somebody correct me. When did Shipman release for Modern Warfare? Why can't I remember that? I really cannot remember. I think it was season one as well. Was I, it? I believe so. I'll check. Yeah. Let's let's fact check that. And then we have a multi-day event in Warzone with uh, Verdance saying goodbye to Verdance. We have a live event coming up, which is great. We actually have three things coming up. I think it's the 18th or whatnot. We have... Uh, what is going to be a live event saying bye to Verdance, looking at, I guess, new iter all iterations of the map, walking through. I'm not sure how the live event's going to work. 
Um, and then I think two days later, three days later, there's going to be little postcards and other uh, pieces of intel dropped around Verdansk as hints towards the new map. So little Easter eggs you can find. And then I think November 30th is going to be the actual ending of Verdansk as we know it. Will it be a nuke event? <laughs> the way it's worded in the blog post, that it's going to be like this massive thing. So I'm like, will it be another nuke or some some other massive explosion? I mean, how do you get how do you get rid of it? I mean, that's gonna maybe the season six outro for Cold War is gonna kind of explain how we move away from Verdansk eighty four. I don't know. What do you think it's gonna be? <laughs> another um, well, <laughs> holy shit. Well, I mean, the, I probably won't be doing the event. So um, oh, okay. as long as it <laughs> as long be. as it just as yeah. long as it just goes away, I, I'm I'm fine with it. But uh, I I did check. It is season one when shipment came out for Modern Warfare. Interesting. So, Vanguard's yeah, one-upping them, <laughs> dropping it sooner. Yeah, to give you a more serious answer, I guess about the Verdance thing. Um, yeah, if they were going to nuke it again, I uh, can. They can. They really not come up with something more original than bombing than bombing it. I, I don't know. I got you. I got you. Um, hey, ready? Zombies. Let's see it. <laughs> just, just to throw zombies on the map again and just fucking nuke it and just blow it all up. And I don't know, man. Verdance has been blown up three times. The war, the the Vanguard reveal event <laughs> when the bomber planes came in and just fucking blew everything to shreds. Uh, Verdansk in present day got nuked to hell, and then also Adler just blew up half the goddamn map with with his bombs. So Verdansk, oh not, do not live in Verdansk. We already talked about that last week. Do not live in Verdansk. But um, yep. we have two live events coming up. One of them is kind of like a hey, it's like it's called Operation Flashback. It's like hey, say goodbye to Verdansk. He, I don't know what's gonna happen in that event. But then the other one is November thirtieth, um, which is where we say I guess really say our goodbyes again. Um, but there'll be some downtime. Did, did, didn't Fortnite have that? Where it's a couple of days of downtime between. Uh, Chapter one and two or some crap of the black hole. Yeah. How, how many days was that? It was like three or four? I mean, um, I don't know actually. Two days. What did uh What did the kids do for all those days, man? There was no Fortnite. They, I, I remember they cried. I'm pretty sure it was, <laughs> there was a lot of outrage. They went back to school and they actually did their homework. I don't know. Uh, so the, November thirtieth to like December second, there's downtime. Twenty four hours of early access though, you will get to the new map called Dara. If you own Vanguard, if you don't own Vanguard, then you have to wait till December 3rd for the update to go live for free. But how how will that be separated, though? If you own Vanguard, the patch just goes live for you specifically? And then, I mean, or it's something yeah, where the patch, go, weird. Yeah, or the patch goes live December 1st, everybody downloads it, but then on the 2nd, Vanguard owners get hotfixed. And then, I mean, I wonder how they're going to split that up a little bit. But uh, Tinfoil for Dance 84 is in Adler's mind. Now that is that's that, gonna need a ten minute cutscene to explain all that shit. Then, jeez, they, they might take fifty seconds. Like, oh, by the way, Adler, you're batshit crazy. This is all in your head. But it's like, okay, I like that. I do like that because it, I mean, it, it gives us that oh shit moment, and it it just, it just proves how big brain Treyarch is for you know for a really big plot twist. But if they do that, then did anything in Verdansk eighty four at all hold any weight? as it's still connected to the Modern Warfare story. Like, is that in any way still a prequel to uh, Modern Warfare's Verdansk? I mean, I don't know. I any was say, like, yeah. how, far, how far do you go back? Like, is it just Verdansk 84 that's in Adler's mind? Or is, like, all the cutscenes <laughs> we've been seeing have been in Adler's mind? And, like, it just... It, the whole thing was just a, a screw-over. Yeah. It explained the Red Doors. That would explain the Red Doors. But I, but I guess I look at the Red Doors as something like that's just a sister for gameplay. Just because, hey, you know, Cold War's the shit. We can hear Sid talking to you. True. That's, that's weird. That is kind of Maybe that's why. Maybe deprogram being an Adler's mind is a hint that, hey, maybe Warzone was too. I mean, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll, I'll, take, I'll take anything. I think it, if it's one of those endings where nobody gets it, 
you know, everyone's like, wait, what just happened? That would be kind of, that would be cool for some content, like you know, full story explained. Uh, Cal and I will definitely collaborate on some t- on something. By the way, Cal, now that you're here, I do want to. We should have a conference call this weekend. I do want to discuss some upcoming projects that uh, Fajardi and I were working on. So, I mean, yeah, speaking of that, but uh, might add that to the list of projects. Actually, if if, if the whole thing was in Adler's mind, would love to uh, collaborate on a nice project to kind of uh, convey that in a video at some point. Uh, fuck yeah, dude. I mean, I seriously, I'm considering maybe doing a video before Vanguard comes out. Or maybe adding commentary to another video. Just kind of a, a general review of Cold War over the past year. We're going to talk about that in this podcast. But maybe also adding like a, a small segment to a video at some point. Of kind of looking back at campaign, multiplayer, zombies. Where, where, we, where we started, where we came. Uh, there's, there's definitely a lot of uh, information there. But um, yeah, overall, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a big week coming up. I think we uh, should sleep as much as we can on the weekend. Because I think starting Monday, we're going to be uh, hoping that we have G-Fuel <laughs> next to us. So we could just fucking <laughs> stay up all day. Uh, or stop, or stop a caffeine, something. So let's uh, let, let's first let's go to the zombies portion, right, of of this blog post here for Vanguard. So all it says, and I quote, right, a unique experience like no other. No two matches will be alike due to objective based gameplay, evolving strategies, and randomized upgrades via the all new altar of covenants. Keep pushing onward to expand your forward operating base and unlock new abilities. There's no mention here of a main quest. Will they pull an outbreak and say main quests available later, season one, or or beyond that? Or do you think they just don't want to mention the fact there is a quest in this map? If there isn't one, I'm not going to cry. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Whatever. We'll, we'll, think, we'll do something else with our time. But uh, if there is a main quest on this map, what do you think? Will it be at launch? Will it be later? I mean, oh, man, the community, uh, as it is, is already kind of tripping, <laughs> dude. I'm, oh, my God. Just imagine, dude. But well, I mean, I think I think the main point to say is Outbreak didn't drop with an Easter egg, it so it took uh, was that a season know. and a half to, to to drop, right? I uh, I think yeah, season, season three reloaded. Or season three? three reloaded. That was Something that's what like I was that. gonna say. I don't know for sure. All I know is that there wasn't an Easter egg on launch, and people said there was. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you know I I know what you're talking about. I know what you're referring to. So, uh, without naming any names. Uh, there were definitely content creators who booted up a stream when Outbreak came out and titled it Main Easter Egg Hunt. And uh, I was like, hold on a second. Did I miss something? Or is there a main quest, even though Charlie Intel had reported uh, coming in Season 3? I'm like, yo. Uh, so that, that that is pretty funny. So I guess if there's no main quest in uh, in Duran Fung, you might you might still see... You might still see a uh, a stream title like that. <laughs> um, I'm what? trying to I'm trying to see if it's still. Uh, oh, sick! I searched. I Casper Z shows up. I love that man. Let's go. Oh, uh, what'd you search? I just searched up Outbreak Main Easter Egg. <laughs> but anyway, I continue what you were saying. Uh, thank you, Robert Lopez. He was asking, "Will Warzone be launched in Vanguard or Modern Warfare?" Still, from my understanding, and I could be mistaken, but right now the information we have states Modern Warfare. Um, that could change. They might detach it and throw it onto Vanguard or something else. I think uh, if there's ever a time to detach from Modern Warfare, it would be with this Vanguard integration. Or Modern Warfare 2 next year. One or the other. But uh, right yep. now, that's our understanding. Um, it's still titled that to this day, by the way. Just uh, Is it? Yep. Does it say main qu- main Easter egg quest? What is it? Uh, yes. <laughs> it says... Holy shit. DLC 2 Outbreak Full Easter Egg. DLC 2? Okay, well, one part of that was right, because it is DLC 2. But you know what's ironic? We didn't actually know that at that point when Outbreak came out. We didn't know that till. Uh, Everyone was calling that, so. True, 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 true. Fair enough. Uh, 
uh, but it can also, I think main quest season one is uh, pretty realistic. Like it's kind of hard to tell the development timeline, but if it's smaller team doing Vanguard and they're not, and they're not had, and, they, and they've not had long to do it, it seems likely. I agree. I fully agree. Um, I'm, I, I'm bringing this up from a standpoint of like, oh man, Twitter and Reddit, they're going to fucking blow up. But he, I'll tell you something scary. And I'm going to be honest about this, right? If they get away with, and they probably won't do this, but if they get away with, uh, no main quest at all, and they're on Fong, but maybe they add another quest to like some different experience later. If they get away with no round based all year long, right? And, <laughs> and, and, and whatever else, then Activision will say, okay, how do the player base look? And if the player base is as good as Cold Wars, that, that that's setting the bar for Cost 123. Done. Yep. I think, but if there's, if Activision sees any, I think if, if they see any dip in player count, you know, microtransactions, but all that shit then that'll kind of dictate how they're going to handle uh, the mode going forward. So the, Vanguard's an important game. And I think I think even Treyarch knew, if we're going to experiment this hard with something, we probably can't do it in our own game. Even though Outbreak already was an experiment, I know, but it's still round-based. Maybe they, they figured, if we're going to really go all out and experiment with something else, maybe let's do it with like a, a crossover experience, which is Vanguard. Um, and Activision was probably like, let's, let's go. Fuck yeah. So... There's a lot of interesting things that are going to happen over, over the next year, but let's talk about covenants. Yes, the covenants. I mean, the thing with covenants, right? Because that that may replace upgrade skills or yep. or the tiers. And to me, that's fine because doesn't it sound like covenants is something that uh, will be will be using from match to match instead of just going back to the menu and you know configuring things. It'll be in ma- from match to match. The covenant should add replayability for how you play that match, I guess. Uh, yep. and you get a tease through it, possibly perk upgrades. Uh, there is some footage of covenants being grabbed. I think it's in that video from last night. And again, if anybody needs a very short recap of everything that got announced in that massive blog post, I broke it all down pretty quickly in about 18 or so minutes. And there's timestamps to skip around topic to topic. I think I did a pretty good job at, at condensing all of it. It was hard to do. There was a lot. Uh, let me go to the, let me, where's the zombies portion of this vid? Let's get some footage of the Covenant stuff. But, I mean, what, what are you feeling about it? Do you think that's going to be a, a, a top-notch version of, of skill tiers, or should they go back to skill tiers eventually? How are you feeling about Covenants? Um, as much as I love skill tiers, I, I really do love skill tiers because um, they, they do make you feel really powerful and everything. But as soon as the season drops, like, I, I already got my crystals the day before because that's what, you know, you'd be able to grind it a day before. I would get all my crystals the day before and then purchase them. So for me... It's there's no grind factor for me personally um, because I would get the upgrades immediately. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm waiting for the next thing. With covenants, it's going to be pretty interesting to see. I'm actually very excited for it because this is I, mean, I think it's completely new to zombies. We haven't really seen anything like it. Um, especially, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be absolutely hell for speed runs and stuff if you get if you get the god covenant role or whatever. Oh, RNG, but, RNG. <laughs> I gotta love RNG. Like Fair. I don't care, but if I if I have like a few covenants where it's like headshot damage, uh, whatever explodes people's heads and it chains damage. I mean that would be pretty cool to have. And this, I think it's a cool system. I'm I'm hyped for it. That, no, that's we, cool. We haven't seen we haven't seen enough of it to say. Uh, I think it's bad. I think that well, I think that's the best way to put it. Some people have apparently because I've seen comments of like this system sucks and it's like the game's not out. So what sucks about, about the feature? I mean, I, I I've seen some just absurd comments recently in tweets and I'm like, 
people on YouTube. Just... On YouTube, I, I've seen I, I've seen a lot on YouTube comments. I haven't seen a lot on Twitter, but I no, I, I'm talking more of that community post on YouTube. My God, man! I mean, one thing I think uh, this is a great. Tweet. I have to bring this up real quick. This is a great tweet. Prestigious key. Uh, I'm sorry, somebody tagged me in Prestige in something. It was absolutely hilarious, and I think Prestige and I could agree on this. YouTube community posts for some reason bring out a no a new breed of of, of people that are so disrespectful and beyond toxic but you don't you don't always see them on on videos and those comments it's more of the community post and it really like it makes me think right let me find this tweet here uh i think even lego unlock jumped into this into this little thread i thought it was hilarious mm -hmm. Let, let me pull this up here. But, I mean, you've seen it, right? My community posts are just, oh, my God. It's it's great material for who are these people, for sure. But uh, definitely not something that you like to see every day. Here we go. I found it. Uh, so, Ben Verder Nix had tweeted, uh, prestigious, prestigious Key's comment section on his YouTube post are toxic as fuck for no reason. Uh, and then and someone asked him what happened. He said, people call him a shill, which I don't really get. And then Parsa replied, well, I guess DK isn't alone. And then... Uh, I'm like, yeah, that's funny material for sure. And then Prestige replies, I'm a show for just speaking the news or uploading about something I enjoy. And I'm a whiny baby when I criticize the problems. Just seems weird not to be happy about the changes coming at launch. After all I did was complain during the alpha and beta, I just vibe at this point. And then Lego Unlock says, say anything about, or say anything critical about COD equals complaining. Say anything good about COD equals shill. Pretty much sums up most YouTube comments. I even followed up with, Say anything about another game equals, oh, COD made you, you know, get off this game. It's funny because it, it's like you can't talk good about the game, can't talk bad about the game. You can't talk about other games. It's like either way, it's a lose-lose. It's like a triple-edged sword, uh, double-edged sword. You know, you know the reference, but I'm saying triple-edged because there's three sides to it. <laughs> I mean, Yeah, literally a triple-edged blade or something. Uh, and it's, it's just like, God, I, I mean, I don't, I don't understand uh, how we're supposed to approach things because I, I, I've been honest. Mono Warfare wasn't my cup of tea. I liked nothing about the game at all. I was able to praise things that did well because it, it did some good things for the community, sure. I was able to talk about that fairly, but it wasn't my game. That's my right to say, I don't want to play it. I'm not enjoying it. I really liked Cold War, but if someone's like, oh, you're a Treyarch shill, Call of Duty Ghost is a top three for me. I love that game. It's from Infinity Ward. So I'm not just a Treyarch shill. I just, I like certain content, certain games, certain, you know, directions they go in. Uh, it's like, what are you supposed to do? How do you, how do you uh, respectfully say I don't like this without being called a hater? And then how do you say you like something without being considered a corporate shill? It's like the irony with that too is just like, oh my God, man. If only people knew the, the, so, some of the struggles creators go through, you know, try, trying to work with these big companies and corporations, but then they call us a shill. It's like, hey man, <laughs> nobody's, you know, they're not putting food on our table. We have to, we have to work for it every day. It's like, no, 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 there's no check to say, hey, we like this bundle or not. It's like, it's like when I cover bundles too, um... People are like, oh, well, you know, you just want that creator code. It's like, it's part of the news. It's something new that's out, which you can skip in the video. No one's forcing you to watch it. <laughs> all in all, I just, oh, my God. Absolutely hilarious. Just just the, the stuff we see. But um, with that being said, I think the social media is already in a, in a crazy place with how they talk about COD. Just imagine. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm thinking of this from just a zombie's point of view right now. No round based. <laughs> no main quest, oh, no. which which practically means the people that want to make guides are not going to be able to do anything. That I mean, see what I'm worried though is that they'll be pissed. These people will be pissed. They can't make their guides right, or they can't stream to 100k people for a week straight hunting anything. They'll keep saying the game's bad, and it leads to like a Black Ops Four scenario where people just collectively say the game's bad without even playing it. They'll touch it at launch once and never touch it again throughout the whole year. That may happen again. 
which can literally create a, 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 a copy paste of Black Ops 4, an accurate reflection. Um, but I'm talking more from a community standpoint of how we see comments and we see videos. Activision's player counts and, and, and earnings and revenue might look the same regardless. They, they, they might not be affected. So uh, somebody mentioned Infinite Warfare in chat. I'm like, dude, you remember Infinite Warfare pre-launch? Even though Black Ops 3 was still hot with, with updates at the time. Chronicles hadn't even come out yet. Uh, there was still interest in Infinite Warfare. It got heavily disliked, but people were still making videos. People still cared. There was stuff going on with Vanguard. It's just like, I hear crickets. I'm like, I want I want to be, I think it's hard for me to be more invested in, the, in, in Vanguard just because of the way the community acts about it. It's almost a little demotivating to be like, yeah, let's go cover this game. And everyone's like, we don't want to watch that. F you, you know, screw the game without even playing it. So it, it's a little, it, it's a little uh, discouraging, but regardless, we're going to go hard on content anyway. I mean, as much as we did with Cold War and a lot more as well, which I'm excited about. Uh, somebody named Frank in the chat said, uh, Kone Pizza probably won't be playing Vanguard a lot, but that's because of his current situation with his family. Yeah, it's not about one person. It's more of a collective, uh, the, the collective echo chamber that you see almost every year where if somebody big says something, that'll just you know lead the sheep and all the followers to continue spreading that without even verifying it for themselves. And that's dangerous because that can lead to Games budget, you know, being cut, post-launch updates being canceled. That can lead to a lot of things. Black Ops 4 is the best scenario of that. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think uh, launch week's going to be huge. And regardless of how launch week goes, season one comes out, what, th three and a half weeks later? If that. So, I think we'll be, uh, we'll be busy for a couple of weeks anyway. Lots of content to talk about. Um I still want to talk about covenants, and you kind of just went on your own little thing there. That's fair. I mean, I mean, I, I wasn't sure what else to cover with covenants. I, I think well, I was going to say it tied into what I talked about last week, where it's like people only use the meta thing. Oh, I mean, perfect. Yeah, you can't just choose the the meta thing now because it'll be it'll be random, right? If, good, good. I mean, I, I guess I guess you can choose your field upgrade, which I, I think the sole the sole reason why people get. Um, like people get bored or if people say when they do get bored of cold war or something is because if you run the same loadout every single time, like you're not, you're not living the full potential of the content of the game. You're just kind of limiting yourself and you're kind of just self ailing but yeah. Um, whatever. Uh, yeah. I, I will, I will, before I, I reply to your thing, I, I will say this. Uh, somebody in chat did mention trophies and I'm like, you know what? If I was a shill, I wouldn't even mention this, but I'm salty. I, I'm personally salty. We didn't have trophies for the cold war DLC drops for the maps and whatnot. Outbreak should have had some cool trophies too. I I'm a I'm a, a OCD trophy collector on PlayStation. I love going for platinums. I love I love doing everything, grinding everything out. I was salty about that. We are getting launch trophies for Vanguard, all modes. So don't worry about that. At least at least for launch, maybe not DLC. I, I am salty about that. But back to Fajardi about Covenants. I agree. This this goes to Warzone multiplayer and zombies. Right. What I see all the time is no content, dead game, nothing to do. And I'm like, you're using the same loto every time you play all these modes. Because a certain person on YouTube told you to use it. That's fine. Because I think it's cool. People have made a business out of saying, here's what the patch notes look like. Here's what got changed. Here's the new best weapon. I, I, that's fine. I respect that. That's somebody's hustle. But Yeah, it does have a place. It, does it, have a place. it has a place, 100%. There, there have been class setup videos for as long as COD existed. But when you specifically only use the things you're being told to use, and you don't experiment for yourself to try other, other concepts, you're limited. It's like, it's, like you're not, it's like you didn't even buy a full version of the game. <laughs> you're ignoring all this other content that's sitting there. You know what I mean? It's like, it goes, and it goes for to any mode. It goes for anything, whether it's MP, whether it's Battle Royale, whether it's Outbreak, use other things, experiment. I think that's the point. I think replayability in COD has nothing to do with the amount of content drops. 
but it's how much time you spend investing in the options that are available to you. And those options That's have gotten special. greater over the past few years. But what were you yeah, saying? especially especially in a game mode like Outbreak, like you're gonna have. I'm gonna guess zero fun if you're running an M16 and Ring of Fire oh. and Outbreak. You're just not gonna have a lot of fun. Right, and you're like <laughs> solo, <laughs> and it's just like uh, yeah, and you're playing yeah, solo. Yeah, but like um, if, you, if you squat up and you're running size like uh, SMGs, auras, and, and fucking Tesla Storm, oh, that's like, gonna, it's good. It's, it's a completely different game. It's it's actually a completely different game. I don't know. My my M16 is level 23. Um, I never I never use the M16. Uh, I, I don't really get the hype around it it's zombies use like you use whatever the hell you want man max upgrade something and it's probably gonna do a good job for a little while you know what i mean depending on where, where you're at uh, especially with AAT, it's like, like yeah it's i but then it's like oh yeah go back to the bo3 system where every gun's the fucking same because <laughs> you run fireworks or whatever the hell it was every gun's a wonder weapon is that better than variety True. where some things are better than the other you know what i mean like this is a debate you can have about that all day but i don't get when i see that that criticism it's like okay you talk about content but for example here, look what Vanguard's doing. And this is awesome. Uh, you can unlock, what is it? I think it's uh, emerald, ruby, gold, and platinum skins. That is fucking cool. I'm, yep. not, I'm not sure how you unlock these. I think it's, it's probably through multiplayer or you just level up your operators. Uh, I, I'm assuming the leveling for your operator is separate from your your actual level altogether. Maybe it's a separate leveling progression system. That That's fucking cool. Like... The, like the, that's the thing. That's the thing, right? They're still introducing new features for new styles of content, but also look at the other content that drops that you may have missed out on. And it's and the same thing with like you know every every season there's like there's a way to unlock each weapon for free through any mode, any mode that you want, right? That to me is content we never had back in the day. Never had back in the day. That's not meant for you to say, okay, now if they drops at twelve, I'm gonna grind for seven hours straight, getting dark ether camo on it, max leveling the weapon. That's meant for you to kind of space out a little bit. I think I think any game in general, you could binge as much as you want. You could play for 10 hours straight. Not every game's meant though for you to play it all in one day. So I think they almost I think they almost make these games with the with the idea that you work a nine to five, you come home, you play for two hours, spend time with the wife, the kids, eat dinner, go to sleep. <laughs> rinse and repeat. I mean, yeah, there, of course, there's millions of hardcore gamers. I know they play a lot longer than that. But I, I think my point is they're not they're not asking you to grind everything that comes out in one day and then have nothing to do for three weeks. You know what I mean? It's Ooh. like it's like you know there's just so much to experiment with, and I think the altar of covenants is gonna it's gonna add to that, but then add some RNG elements so that like they said in the blog post, not every game feels the same. And that's my question too: is when you play round based, doesn't every game feel the same? You're doing the same thing. You know what I mean? And it's like you're either running in circles. You're either going to a high round or you're doing a quest. What else? What is the, what is this magical grind that exists that apparently I'm missing here? Same goes for I multiplayer. Same thing goes for Warzone. It's the same thing you're doing every game. It's it's like, go ahead. Uh, yeah, some of what you said about like doing the same thing every game. Um, at, at the end of the day, I I like round base. You know, I think it. Yeah. You know, it, I think it is good. Um, but you know, it gets. It gets kind of old when you're you're logging you you spawn in. Doesn't matter what weapon or what field upgrade you're gonna what field upgrade you're gonna use. You're gonna end up camping in a corner. You're gonna end up do like or like whatever your whatever the goal is of the game. You're gonna end up sitting in a corner, killing zombies uh, over and over and over for see how however high round you get. Or you're gonna do the Easter egg like you said. 
But then, like, I don't know. I, maybe it's just I, maybe I just fell in love with Outbreak. I feel I feel with Outbreak, you can either spawn in, go right to the go right to the objective, and then you know just go away, go to the next zone, or you can next fill or whatever. Or and then, or you can do all three of the objectives. You can find the hidden objectives. You can do like hidden radios and just and all that stuff. You don't really have to do. You don't have to turn the power on. You don't have to open doors. You go and explore at, at your pace, realistically. And that's why that's why I think Outbreak is so special because I don't have to. I don't. I don't have to play like like everyone tells me to. I can go do whatever the hell I want. That's yeah. the beauty of it. And uh, with my with my energy mind, with my goddamn energy mind, I don't care. <laughs> Use whatever you want, man. No, I mean uh, seriously, it's 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 worth bringing that up because I think this issue plagues every mode with Call of Duty, even other games outside of COD, where people talk about you know where's the content, where's the content, and it's like, and then here's the thing, and then then you reply with, okay, look at all the things that came out compared to the previous years. They'll say, oh well, you know, we don't want quantity over quality, but that's subjective. How do you how do you have a, a discussion about that when you prove somebody wrong that there's more content now than before, but then they say, "Oh no, it's quantity over quality." They just derailed the conversation. You can't. How do you reply to that? You know what I mean? How, how do you continue the conversation with that? It's like it's like the uh, the saying where, oh, oh, if we had a season pass this year, we wouldn't have gotten Firebase, oh, Mardis, Hoden, and Forsaken. Oh, no, nope, I'm God. pretty I'm pretty sure we'd have we would have gotten those Ugh. exact maps to the T. Like probably exactly the same, exact same names, exact same everything. If we paid for them or not, you were you so, reminded me. You reminded me of uh, of something. I replied to this with the other day. I saw it online. I just had to reply to it. I'm like, there is no way this was written. Uh, let me try to scroll down and find it. I, I replied with a GIF. This this shows like no correlation. Uh, I found it, and, and I'm and I'm just like, you have these people who are clearly tired of COD, but they 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 stick they stick to it on YouTube or Twitch or whatever because of the money. That's all they do. Uh, and they say, oh, we need to go back to paid DLC. But, I mean, I, I think if you look at the pros and cons of paid DLC, the cons heavily outweigh the pros. I mean, we're talking split player bases, people that can't afford certain maps. We're t- you know, we're talking about all these issues here. And when you say the quality of the content we got in Cold War would have been better if we paid for it, if they had the same amount of time to make the content, regardless if you paid for it or not, <laughs> what is that going to change about the content? What changes? Because I'm like, I mean, look at the let's look at the Black Ops Pass for a second, right? Is there a list of everything that came out in the Black Ops Pass? Let's see, Black Ops Pass DLC. Let's see if it, if I got a list of everything that came with it. If I could find it, it should be a list somewhere. Call of Duty.com. Uh, oh, there is. Oh, I yeah, found, yeah, yeah. I got a picture. Got a picture. Yeah, I, I have it pulled up. I have it pulled up. Yeah, send me that. Is it a good pick? Let me let me see. Send that. Send that over. Uh, yeah, it's a good. I'm pretty sure it has everything. Yeah, send Let's it see. on. Uh, Bang, Discord. There you go. We can go through it together. Yeah, let me uh open Discord. I think. The... Wait, never mind. I don't. Is that the final updated version of it? I think it's missing tagged or Toten and the last multiplayer match. Oh, that's 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 totally fine. Uh, people get the point. Uh, it's kind of yep. a small image, but it's okay. Yeah. Oh my god. First of all, these are some great maps they added in, in the Black Ops Clash <laughs> or multiplayer. Oh my god. There's Shatten, Remnant, Havana. Fuck yes. Uh, the four Blackout characters. Uh, I think it was 12 total multiplayer maps. Yeah, it says 12 epic maps. Uh, and then five uh, zombies maps, including classified. Um, I, I guarantee you, nothing in that pass would have been any different if we pay, if we didn't pay for it or not. I, that, that's just a, that's the known fact. But with Cold War specifically, because of how fast they did pump out the game, 
What would have been different about any of the multiplayer maps, any of the zombie maps? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I mean, there's no evidence in front of us that says, hey, if, if the community pays for this DLC, <laughs> the devs will spend more time making it. What the fuck? It's like, it's just some imaginary cope that, that somehow is like surging its way through the internet. I'm like, who is spreading this bullshit? I'll, I, I'll, I'll break it down. Please. With, with, the, please. with the pay to free DLC. <laughs> so right now, you buy the $60 game and you have access to, or what is it, the four round based maps, or right, the three DLC round based maps. Uh, Outbreak, which, I mean, what, uh, there can be a debate whether Outbreak would have been paid or not. I think it would because it was coined as DLC 2. But anyway, that doesn't yeah, matter yeah. because it was free content from the get-go. It doesn't matter. You get all the multiplayer maps. You get all the guns, whatever. Okay, and that's just and that's when you pay $60. Now, traveling back to back in time a little bit to uh, Black Ops 4, you buy the game, $60. Okay, and when you buy that, you I mean, th that game also had a lot of launch content, so maybe not the best example. But if you wanted the more content, you have to drop the same, almost the same price of the game, right? $120 to even, to even, it, it just gatekeeps content for no reason. Bro, and don't forget, supply drops, weapons True. like buying loot boxes and gambling, fucking dude. Like, what are people talking about, man? And, and even, even still, look at Blackout, right? With Blackout, the updates were free. Am I, am I not mistaken? The updates were all free. The new uh, yep. battle passes each season or operation at the time, all that was still free. So what would have happened in Cold War, the Warzone stuff would have all been free. because That's literally how it would have worked. But then gatekeep multiplayer and zombies for what reason? <laughs> for what reason? And if Treyarch was short on time to make Firebase, Outbreak, all the multiplayer maps, Modern Forsaken, all the guns... What on earth would paying for it have done? Would that mean, oh, maybe they'll hire more staff to polish it better? I don't know. There's no evidence of that. That's cope. So I'm like, it's just, <laughs> it's so, I, I don't know. And people, what people don't understand is that if you're paying for a season pass, they're, you're paying for supply jobs and you're paying for the new weapons. That's just what's going to happen. Yeah. If when the game, when the content is free, Bundles. you're just, oh, wait, sorry. You get, you get the supply jobs. You get the supply jobs with the season pass. And the game is free. You buy bundles. You buy what you want. And that's just what that's what the the distinction is, obviously, because we've seen that um, yeah. with with Modern Warfare and soon to be Vanguard, and obviously Black Ops Cold War compared to previous titles. But uh, you, some people saying in chat, people are just mad they can't bitch at Activision for wasting their money with the season pass. Look at Black Ops Three, only Shadows of Evil without the season pass on that's launch. That's ridiculous. That's abysmal. And Shadows of Evil was hated on launch. It was hated. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying, right? Wouldn't that wait? Wouldn't it have been worse if everybody paid for a, a Black Ops pass in Cold War? Oh my God! Oh, do you know what would have happened? Oh my God! What would have happened, right? Is people would have pulled up the season pass or the battle or whatever it's called uh, description where it says it promises four zombies experiences. Outbreak would have been one. People would have said at, at the BBB, the Better Business Bureau, this is misleading. I feel like I got scammed. Oh my God! Can you just imagine? what that would have looked like online. If people paid for a Black Ops pass, they only got three round-based maps and one of them was Outbreak. Holy shit. And to be exact now, in Black Ops 4, we were already looking at less content with the pass because remember we used to get 16 multiplayer maps per post-launch season? It was four per, per DLC pack. Black Ops 4 and even World War II were like, you're going to get three multiplayer maps per big and update. And a war map. Yeah, World War II, yeah, minus war, I mean, yeah, but Black Ops 4, at least, every operation, three multiplayer maps, 12 total at the end of the game's life cycle. 
So, Cold War, how many DLC multiplayer amps do we have? Holy shit. There has to be a ton, way more than 12. Let me, let, I, I don't know how many maps are in Cold War multiplayer. I, I'd have to look it up, but I mean, that's the thing. So, it, people don't think about that. They really don't. Now, something I want to address before I forget now, I, I, put, I put this up in my video yesterday. This is really interesting. Did you know the required space on PlayStation for Vanguard is asking you to have an additional like 20 to 30 gigs more, but on Xbox PC, it doesn't? So there has to be some content, right? There has to be a mode somewhere. L let me bring... I, it looks like there's 25 DLC. That already beat every previous post-launch season for fucking Call of Duty multiplayer. That's insane. Yeah, let's Absolutely see. Let's insane. Let me recount. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, and five team maps, 27, 28, 29. And we might not even be done yet. <laughs> and there still might be more. <laughs> it's rumored right now. There's like six more remastered maps on deck, apparently. That I mean, that's ridiculous. And you're telling me you want paid? You want to pay for less? I mean, I say yeah, pay for I less. Feel like, I want to feel like I wasted my money, dude. That's what I want to feel like. Yeah, but uh, whoever wrote that in chat was absolutely correct. People yeah. are upset. They can't, they can't give a reason why they should be upset about anything. They can't say, oh, I paid for this. But real quickly, I'm, I know I'm going to forget this. Uh, yep. PS5 and PS4 to download Vanguard right now, the preload, 64 gigs and 54 gigs respectively. Xbox Series X and S, 61, Xbox One, 56. The amount of required space on Xbox is the same as the download. But on PlayStation, it says 88 or 89 gigabytes required on PS5, 93 required on PS4. Huh? Where's that, that 40 gig difference at? What is that from? Can anybody can anybody at all explain that? I might put a tweet out about it. I might, I might make a video about it actually tonight. Like, <laughs> what does this mean? I, I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not an engineer. I'm not. I'm not some gaming scooper. I wouldn't know. What in, What on earth does that mean? If PlayStation is requiring you to have more space than Xbox for no reason, no explanation, what the hell would be worth forty gigabytes? I'm. I'm. I'm maybe is it like the preloading feature or something? I mean, is it? Is it already giving you season one shit? I mean, I really do wonder. Uh, uh, Rob in chat put, uh, is the PS5 cracking compression? Genius. Because I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I have, I'm, I'm not an expert with that. I would never claim that I am. That's really interesting to me. Somebody said mod blockers. Yeah, that that's just, that's just absurd to me. That's an extra 40 gigs. But I don't think uh, one mode wouldn't be 40 gigs worth. Even if it was round based, what the hell would be forty gigabytes? There's no way. It has to be something massive, some massive reason that maybe isn't even to do with DLC. Uh, just fair to bring it up real quickly. But uh, all yep. in all, Jesus Christ, thank you for reminding me about the that. Oh my God, that cope the other day with. Uh, oh, if we go back to the season pass model, the fact we're already seeing that. I mean, what we already saw was supply jobs are better than bundles. We've already seen that discussion online, and I think that's even that's even crazier because when that existed. There were no ways to unlock weapons for free by doing any challenges. There just weren't until the you know the black market revamp, which people do claim doesn't even matter because it was released so late. You know, then the Black Ops Four yeah. cycle when they you know you can trade cases for your guns and whatnot. Uh, and yeah, I agree. In chat, uh, Hazard said there's there's no exclusive mode that would be worth forty gigs. I agree completely. I know. I'm just, I just thought it was a bit suspicious about you know what we saw there. And the last, unless it was Zombies Chronicles Two. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> only on PlayStation somehow, right? Xbox and PC. Oh my god. It's that a PS exclusive, man. What are you talking about? I, I, I'm predicting a few things now, right? Uh, over the next year, 
here's here's the scams you're going to be seeing on YouTube, right? Round base map leaked. Zombie Chronicles 2 Victus maps. Uh, Verrucked and Shino, uh, Verrucked and Doris coming because Shinonuma's in uh, Duran Fung. So we're going to be seeing all types of just misleading content um, all year long. And you know you know that's going to that, that's going to perfectly sit well with the people that just can't stop complaining for the life of them. 100%. Another thing I wanted to bring up, uh, or no, say something first, I don't want to interrupt you, and then I'll... Uh, I was going to say, I think, I think, um, I think seeing Verrucked, uh, or and, and any other, like, World War, uh, War, War by War map, uh, in, in Zombie specifically, I think that would be, uh, not too far-fetched to say, considering they yeah, brought Shinonuma back out of nowhere, like, so maybe they're just gonna, you know, we're just gonna throw in all of World at War, because the I think play, playing on Verrucked, if you go outside, if you go outside of Verrucked, like the little area that was in Blackout, uh, I think that would be really cool for uh, a, zombies, a Zombies map. Please. Um, Especially in objective-based mode. I, I, I think that's also worth its own video as well. So I think I'm going to make this weekend. How, how would post-launch updates work for Vanguard work for Zombies? Durant. Because yeah. I, I, I'm going to just guess right now, Duran Fung won't see any new portals added, right? I don't think so. Maybe, maybe they... They do. I want it to. I, I want it Yeah, and I'm cool with that. But does that mean, for example, the next big DLC drop, maybe during season two or who knows when, will bring us a new hub in the middle and three new portals to warp to? So four locations total in that in that space. Or will future DLC drops for Vanguard Zombies be a new type of system every time? Duran Fung is exclusive to itself. And then future maps after that have nothing to do with that model. Maybe the next experience after that is like mm. standard round based, or the next experience after that is like one big ass building, and you have to unlock certain floors. I mean, I'm just thinking of random ideas of how they can change the formula every time. And if they do, if they do four different formulas for Vanguard Zombies each experience, then maybe whichever one is most popular is what they focus on more in COD 2023. Uh, all that could be wrong for sure. I, I have literally no idea how they can do uh, Vanguard DLC uh, for zombies. At least that's going to be interesting. It's very, very. I'm interesting. thinking. So, like, obviously, we're we're going to learn this in the intro cutscene, but you can. It's obviously heavily implied that the reason why we are playing on Red Star is because that's where Wolfram von List uh, yeah. initially resurrected the zombies using uh, the the little artifact. Yeah, the the Cortifax artifact. I think yeah. it's called. Yeah. Um, so I, that's why we're playing there. That's that's why that's our little hub because it's like it's the it's the start, it's the center point of it. So it'll be interesting to see um, if that's where it will follow. Like wherever he initiates it is like yeah. going to be our our new little hub, right? But I don't know. I, I, it would be cool to see Duran Fong just to be this giant, this giant like twenty plus maps with like seven plus objectives. I, I don't know. It'd be really cool, but. I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, because I don't think Duran Fung is necessarily Outbreak 2. It kind of is, but it's not Outbreak in the sense that they're just going to add to that uh, necessarily. And it, and it's also maybe the reason why they didn't do an Onslaught for PS Exclusive again, because we kind of have an, a Zombies multiplayer hybrid happening uh, in Vanguard here. So, I mean, there's a lot we can, we can go through with that. I'm interested. I think if we get a similar structure each time like Duran Fung, maybe the second, you know, big drop with the hub in the middle and the three regions. Maybe Verruck is in that one. And then the third big drop, Doris is in that one. Maybe, maybe that's how they do the the World at War, re, you know, remastered areas again. I mean, that'd, that'd be cool. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of possibilities. But, uh, yeah, I think there's, there's uh, a lot of potential with how they update it. Another thing I wanted to bring up, which uh, I almost forgot this again as well. 
I think this is kind of I I, I don't want to say I'm cringing about it, but it really makes me think about critical thinking skills in the community. So you know Deviation Games, right? With you know JC Backfire, Blundell, they're working there. This is awesome. God bless their success. God bless their new endeavors, whatever they're doing. We have no idea what the game even is, but they're doing some cool marketing for their dev studio. What I don't understand, I keep seeing this all the time, is that, oh, they're going to save zombies. They're going to, I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about? They can't do anything close to Treyarch zombies. Just because Blundell's there doesn't mean anything. I mean, they can't, they might not even have legality to put an Easter egg to Treyarch zombies in, in whatever their game is. Um, clearly it's a big game because Sony invested in it right away as exclusivity with PlayStation. But when I see comments that are like, oh, I can't wait to see what they're up to. Why are you excited? Are you excited because of a new project or are you excited because you think that somehow this like zombies part two or this fucking like I see that all the time. And I'm like, I, I, I just don't get that. I, I, I don't get any. I mean, maybe people are just unaware that they just can't, they just legally can't do that. They can't just make a zombies mode. I mean, I, I don't know, man, but I, I just when the announcement um, when the announcement comes out, I already predict so many comments that are like, oh, I'm disappointed. It's no it's not, you know, Blundell zombies. What the f-? like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't get that. But go, go ahead. I was going to say that um, I think it's just weird how people think Blundell, after doing zombies for many, many years in a row, many years, um, would leave to go start his own studio and do the exact same thing he was doing for the past, like, I don't even know how many years, seven, six plus years, something like that. Who even knows, man? Something like that. But anyway, I I don't see that would... uh, that would be in best interest for him to go copy or try and copy paste something that he potentially got fired or stepped away from. So, yeah, I, I just uh, I, I see these comments and it's just I, I almost feel bad for the people that think that it's like you're setting yourself up for, for just like an enormous amount of disappointment. If you're expecting any type <laughs> yeah. of, I just I don't get it, man. I, I see this and I'm like, wow, the Internet's a really interesting place. Um, and And I think the thing is. Specifically, zombies is where I see the biggest lack of maturity from so many people. Multiplayer and Warzone get bad, but zombies, oh my god. It's, 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 oh, way too often do I see things that I'm, I'm just mind blown about. Super mind blown. And I just, like, yeah. Um, it's like when, when Blundell was showing up in JC's streams and stuff. And I remember seeing comments spam Chronicles 2, Chronicles 2. And you know what? It's like, at least that I I kind of get because they revealed Chronicles together. I'm like, okay, but you know, he doesn't work at Treyarch anymore. Maybe he got rehired, (laughs) but it's like, I saw comments like that. I'm just like, I don't know, man. I I just, I don't know. But uh, it's just, it's the internet, man. It's really interesting. But um, all in all, I think uh, a big weight lifted off my shoulders with this Vanguard blog post yesterday because uh, it was a lot of info. But I think Sledgehammer has really shown us they're listening. I mean, they changed a lot. They changed a lot. lot. They changed a lot. Um, With beta feedback to launch with how multiplayer is going to work. First off, what's going on with the Ninja controversy? Because I swear people wanted Ninja back and people were happy it came back in Cold War. Why am I seeing a lot of tweets from people that are like, oh, they, they, you know, it was an unnecessary change. Weren't, wasn't everybody on board together that we wanted Ninja back in multiplayer? Why has that changed all of a sudden? I don't, I don't know. Why are people now walking back on that saying we didn't need that change? I, I'm really confused about that. I have no idea what's going on with, with those complaints. Uh, any thoughts? Know. It's just like people that are super like uptight about it. They think it's like life and death 
They think it's like life and death of whether it means the game's going to be dead or alive or not. Like, oh, I can't hear this guy's footsteps. That's why my video is doing shit. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Like, that's, that, that's why my video is doing shit. Oh, my God. Well, um, I don't know what other way to put it. They're ta- uh, people are talking about it like like it's some type of end all. Like, wow, this is the this is the worst thing that ever happened to multiplayer. I, it's it's dead on arrival. Like, what are you talking about? Man? I don't understand, man. I uh, I just pulled up the full list of changes. They changed so much. I mean, we're not gonna go through all visibility this. stuff and like yeah, there's crazy. there's so it's visibility, audio, spawns, movements, weapons, kill streaks, and field upgrades, and then obviously the big one, which is ninja. They, I mean, it's an overhaul. Consider this an overhaul. You remember, you remember back during Modern Warfare when, uh, what was it, before Season 1? There was, like, some leak or some rumor. I don't know where the hell this came from. That had stated uh, there's a big overhaul coming to Modern Warfare multiplayer, changing everything everybody was complaining about. And then I think it was, I forgot who it was that worked at Infinity Ward, had tweeted, we know the big update you guys are waiting for. It's coming. Remember they, Do you remember when this happened? And then all of a sudden, I think it was some point later, a couple of weeks later, a big patch comes out. There's no overhaul. And then this dev tweets out, oh, people were looking for attention, spreading false info about some overhaul that didn't exist. Everybody's like, what the fuck just happened? It was this crazy thing. But ironically, I think the person who had claimed an overhaul was coming was one of the same people that had leaked like all of Modern Warfare brutally. So there was reason <laughs> to believe that person. I, if, I'm, if I have my, my info correct, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. I don't remember too much of it. But um, I remember seeing that and I'm like, is Infinity Ward really out of touch like that? Or is somebody who claimed that just beyond, you know, BSing at that point? Was he just making it up? I don't know. That, I, remember, I remember seeing that. But then, then then I look at this blog post and I'm like, they overhauled the game. I, I, awesome. Hell yeah. True. Because I was one of those people during the alpha for Vanguard where I'm like, hey, Champion Hill's fun. I enjoy playing it. I, you know, I felt the Modern Warfare in it, but I was like, hey, I, I'm having fun. Beta come out and I'm like whoa, <laughs> this is Modern Warfare multiplayer. I'm not enjoying this. I don't like this. Maybe it was the maps. Maybe it wasn't the modes or the weapons. It was just the maps. I was like, nah, it wasn't, wasn't a fan. With this overhaul and with the new images we got of the, all the new maps coming out, yes, like I'm on board with this. It might be a year where we're not just playing S&D because I think even in Modern Warfare, if you strapped me to a chair and said, you have to play this game for 10 hours straight, please put me in S&D and that's all I'll play because I, I love S&D in any game. But TDM, Dom, Gr- no. You know what I mean? How, how do you feel about that? I mean, what's your what's your take on like MP so far from what you've played? How are you feeling for about Vanguard? That? Yeah, for Vanguard. So I think alpha so, beta. Uh, so in alpha, um, I absolutely slapped slapped everybody in the alpha. Right, we won um, our first tournament together, I think, right? And I titled I, I yeah. the stream. We just beat Champion Hill. I'm like, hell yeah. We, we won multiple in a row. Like yes, on stream, on stream as well. live. Uh, hell yeah. Lots of kills. Well, yeah, I, there was some on stream and then there was some off stream. I remember that. Yep. But alpha, I love the alpha. Uh, beta came around. I, I mean, I, I, didn't re- I didn't really like the beta a lot until I played it on PC. Got it. Um, yeah, the console, it wasn't anything special to me. It really kind of, it was. I think it was a step down from the alpha. But then I played it on PC and it instantly felt a lot faster. <laughs> Performance was um, strong. Yeah. I think that's probably a lot to do with um, uh, FOV. It just FOV just changes so much about games that are more slow paced and yes. natural because yes. you know you're you have you can look farther and you can see more. Um, okay, what is this guy saying? Fajardi's definition of slapping people equals going negative. Hey, I, go I, back to your XP. Goals, all right, you know man. we no need to we need to do a race, but I'm probably gonna lose this race because I won't have too much time to grind like on launch week. Whoever gets the first V2 rocket, bro. Ooh, let, let's see PSN co- gift card giveaway or some shit. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> the the uh, new engine is designed for PC. I actually, um, 
I guess. I, right? I, I agree with that. I, I had once I started playing it on PC, I started to find the game a lot more tolerable. I enjoyed it a lot more, um, especially S and D, especially uh, the bigger modes like Blitz. I absolutely love them, and I think I'm gonna have a good. I think I'm personally gonna have a good year on MP uh, when I do play it. So. I, uh, he's coping. Oh my god, who's coping? <laughs> oh man, we love you guys, man. Stone, Seriously, everybody, Stone, uh, go back to your XP glitch, man. No one wants to hear it. Oh my god, yeah, no, we, we, just the audience we have, man. Seriously, man, you guys are you guys are the world to us, man. We absolutely love doing this podcast and and streaming and everything live. It's so you guys are awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think you summed it up well. I think uh, when you say you know it's built for PC, I'm like yeah because. For your in your experience, you can't play Warzone on console. You're like, yuck! What is this? You play it on PC. You're I, like, okay. I don't have it installed. You don't even have it installed. Yeah, you know, I, I'm you know, I, I'm old school. I guess I like playing on a console and a TV. Right? It's like that's just that's just me. I, I want to do a, a updated setup video at some point. You guys, I, I might get called a boomer for my setup because I, I have a beefed out custom iMac, my iPad, my laptop, a TV over there, and then the PS5 and all that. It's, it's like an old school kind of setup, but um, not exactly the typical setup you'd see from like a, a content creator or. A, or anybody else out there that like sweats, you know, in games or whatnot. Um, but yeah, I think I think uh, with Vanguard, I'm I'm I'm, up to, I'm optimistic about it. I think uh, what still stands is what I claimed a long time ago. We're 25 episodes into this podcast. I think one of the first ones we did is when Vanguard first like leaked out. Let me not say that word because we don't want to get in trouble. Leaked out on um, codename Slipstream. I think that was the code name that Charlie Intel reported on. Uh, when the, ever since any information about Vanguard came out, it's nothing but negativity everywhere. People complaining. True. We don't want World War II. We and I think the irony too is that it's not even a World War II game. It is, but it's not. It takes place after World War II, but in the same era where the same guns are all being used. Blah blah blah. You you, you get it. But uh, ever since initial rumors surfaced about it, it's like oh, say you know everyone's complaining, complaining. I can't wait to see how this game performs. I really can't wait. Because if it does really well throughout the whole year and it stays strong as ever with content, bundles, maps, if that's the case, we're like, wow, were people wrong complaining about this game before it even got announced. Yeah. Before the name was even out for the game, people were talking shit. So it might be one of those years where Sledgehammer really proves themselves. Um, and then we just we have some phenomenal times. Uh, and if any, if anything, right, what's really going to uh, spark everybody's interest is Modern Warfare 2 next year. Because I'm wondering how many differences they'll make in that sequel compared to the first one. Will they kind of respond to the feedback Modern Warfare 1 got? Or they keep the game kind of the same just because of how successful it was the first time? And I think, I think success for Modern Warfare goes down to a couple of things. There hadn't been a Modern Warfare game in many years. So, of course, the energy's through the roof with the nostalgia. Um, it had a lot more development. It was more polished than many other CODs. Because they weren't rushed or had any issues behind the scenes. Uh, what else? For the first time, no supply drops. DLC were, DLC was free. Crossplay was through the roof. All these things, and those are the four things I just listed. That alone will, of course, significantly in, enhance a game's performance, player counts, people downloading. So, I wouldn't necessarily say it did it performed well just because of the gameplay. And those features alone that I mentioned really got people interested. So, uh. It'll be interesting I to think see how, how they handle the, it. The, uh, the thing about Modern Warfare 2, or like whatever the hell it's going to be called, um, the expectations for that game are going to be so uh, astronomically high. Oh, yeah. Um, because, I mean, you have people saying it now, like Modern Warfare 2, that uh, that came out in 2009, I think? Yeah, uh, 9, 9, yeah. Modern Warfare 2, uh, yeah. it was the best COD of all time, you know? Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how... The new era Modern Warfare Two will uh, shape up to it. Um, th that's why I think the expectations are going to be so high to the point where it might actually hurt 
the game more than it might actually help it. Yep. Um, in terms of people enjoying the game after after everyone pre-orders the game and and buys it on the launch, so. And people got to remember too. Devs got shuffled around. Narrative directors left. The ghost voice True. actor got fired. Soap is like up in the air. Is he even a character that matters or means anything? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I already expect a bit of a different game from the first one, and that's not even including oh zombies involved. Is Treyarch stepping in? Leads me to another point. Treyarch is not going anywhere. Not just in terms of zombies. What mm-hmm. the hell is this surprise today? I, I didn't expect this at all. I had I had no idea. They had any involvement in multiplayer aside from allowing, not that they, not that they had say over anything, but we're getting World of War remasters in, in Vanguard multiplayer. Cool, we'll get some more Treyarch presence there. They're also leading the competitive scene in Vanguard this year. I'm like, and let me scroll down. Oh, a lot of cool tweets today. They tweeted out, uh, "We're blown away by the zombies community around spooky season, and the year this year is no different." Somebody made custom Rayks, Cerberus, nail guns, field upgrades. Holy shit! Uh, really cool props there. Somebody tweeted out. Uh, here we go. We're collaborating with our partners to bring competitive modes, ranked skill divisions, visible skill ratings, and new competitive rewards to Vanguard ranked play in 2022. So if, if anybody ever comes out and says Treyarch helped with the campaign too, they did a lot of work on this game. Holy I shit. Doubt it. I wouldn't doubt I it. I wouldn't doubt it either. <laughs> Holy shit. It's official. The contract's been signed. Uh, Sledgehammer and Treyarch look forward to bringing a new level of ranked play support in Vanguard in 2022. Also in collaboration with COD League. Did anybody expect this? I, I swear, I pff, would never have guessed this at all. I mean, I really wouldn't have. I had no idea they even had a, 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 a it's, small part to play in multiplayer. It's kind of like worrying because, like, I guess it's not worrying. I, I, it would be really interesting to see what's kind of going on behind the scenes where Treyarch of all studios has to step in and do league play. Like, that's so, that's so random. But you know what see, I mean? Sledgehammer just expanded massively across, oh, fuck, what was it, Toronto and uh, was it LA or f- somewhere else? I'm, I'm missing some places. They're spread out everywhere now. So, mm-hmm. and I know, and people need to also remember, Vanguard's only had a year and a half of development. People, oh, it's been five years. No, people keep forgetting. After World War II, they were working on COD 2020. And that got obviously canned and Treyarch reworked it into Cold War. So they started fresh. They had to save, they had to save Sledgehammer again. Like, they, they had, yeah, so it's like, Treyarch <laughs> saved Sledgehammer how many times now? I'm not saying that they, maybe they were down bad. Maybe Activision said, what Treyarch is doing is working. We want to continue that year after year. So we're going to have Treyarch step in for multiple things. I, who knows? Or maybe they are down bad. Sledgehammer's like, shit, we don't got time for XYZ. Activision's like, well, Treyarch's got time. But then how does that affect COD 2023 now? How much? Like that's what I'm saying. How many people at Treyarch are working on Vanguard right now? Because now you have zombies, you have competitive multiplayer, maybe even campaign polishing. We don't know. So it's like I'm really curious. And then if they have to work on Modern Warfare Two zombies or something else with Infinity Ward, which is probably unlikely, because Infinity Ward seems to work on their own in their own corner. They don't really fuck with anybody except for Raven, obviously for Warzone. But I'm really I'm like, how many times has Treyarch saved Sledgehammer now? I, I don't know. What does that say about the industry right now? I'm really interested. Oh, Australia. Thank you. Perseus and chat said Australia has Sledgehammer as well. Dude, there's so many Sledgehammer studios. And the fact that Treyarch's even doing multiplayer as well, man, that's crazy. Did, did, did Treyarch... Yeah, did Treyarch remaster the World at War maps for Vanguard? Did they do that work for them? You know what I mean? Like, they already had all this shit laid out. And they said, oh, let's remaster it on the... On the I'm going to say Tinfoil oh. Hot Theory. Um, we heard a, a rumor a few months ago that... 
castle was meant to come to uh, Cold yes. War. So maybe they're like, yeah, you guys are kind of like struggling a little bit. We're just going to give you that map as a freebie. You know, we're just going to give you it. <laughs> it was going to be sitting there for Cold War, like season five. They're like, you know what? Just save this for like six months. Fuck it. Vanguard needs it more. Oh, man. That, that, might, that might explain why Driven was released a week late, to be honest. Because uh, there might have been some serious uh, issues with Drive-In. Oh. And, um, remember the season was delayed, actually. And then... Well, I thought Drive-in it was delayed was because of... Uh, well, not, well, not Black Lives Matter. What was it again? They didn't get delayed for some reason? I don't know. There I was swear, never... I, uh... I swear one of the seasons got delayed. Oh, no. Was it a shooting? I swear it was a shooting or something. And, they, and no, Act- I don't know. Activision said, I, hey, it's not really appropriate right now. To, I don't think anyone knew what happened with it. It was just one day. Everyone was waiting for the... Uh, the battle pass to change and it added 24 more hours and everyone's like yeah uh, yeah 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 yeah. i remember i made a video it was like season five delayed and then sam made a nice thumb for that it was pretty funny uh <laughs> yeah i remember i was really i really like that was a good video i remember we talked about it. i'm like it was the first season to get delayed aside from season one but season one didn't really count because it was kind of like eh, the world's integration was bugged and all that so they had to push it back um but yeah that's that's really really interesting that's really interesting to think about maybe yeah maybe something happened but uh Oh man, I don't want Treyarch to go away. I, it's like, oh, call me a Treyarch shill. Cool. Treyarch just happens to put out the, the content I care about the most. Whether it's the multiplayer maps, whether it's zombies, whether it's fucking, you know, all, you know, really cool Warzone updates that they influence and whatnot. The story's interesting. I just happen to care about that more. Um, maybe we all buy, you know, eat our words with Vanguard and we're like, hey, uh, the characters are fun. We like the post-launch story. I mean, do you think the post-launch story in Vanguard is going to be anything close to like Cold Wars, twists and turns and all this? I mean, I don't know. I hope it is. I hope it does. I mean, um, a lot of ways to look I'm, at that. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest when it comes to the Cold War story. I think that had a lot to do with, um, you know, just having uh, coming out such a, a phenomenal campaign like Cold War, right? Where it was it was already a, like a cliffhanger, um, like with Adler and I kind of like what happened after. I think as soon as season one started up, and you know, you had Stitch looking at the board. And then Stitch Rebirth. walks out. Everyone, everyone, everyone loves Stitch immediately. They just love them. Oh, everyone, loved, it, it was an instant. That, it was an instant banger of a character. Yes, it got everyone engaged right off the get go, and I think that that played a large role in it. Obviously, um, because you want to engage people as much as you can inside of a story, and especially a coherent story that actually makes sense. You right. know, because I don't think Modern Warfare's post-launch season had a coherent story even laid out. Or thought about. They kind of just dropped random stuff. Whereas Cold War's like, here's a coherent story. Let's introduce new characters, which is shocking to me. They, they, that they, they, actually they, makes sense. They, they made sense, but they, they took a big risk doing that. Like, let, let's make a post on story about this new person. I'm like, holy shit. And then mm-hmm. with that, making sure that each cutscene ties into the new map they drop in multiplayer. The, the, yeah. the, the continuity and the fluency was just was seamless. Absolutely seamless. Um, everybody's saying, uh, What's up with uh, Miss Dynamite in chat? Oh, Amber's in chat. How you doing, baby? She's in chat right now. Uh, Tiger is in the other room, actually, not barking. So he's uh, he's around. He is around. Um, Something yeah. I know. I know Modern Warfare did the thing where it was kind of like the cutscenes were on the maps that there was going on, but like one of them was like Rust, and they like, they're they're on Rust and Rust. That was the season two intro, I believe. No, season two was the Verdansk airport. Was it season three when Alex came back on Rust? Or didn't Rust come out in season two though? So that's Wait, kind of, yeah, that's kind never of, mind. That's kind of out of, yeah. out of place then. Russ came out before season three even came out, right? I think. Social credit down. <laughs> Negative 1,000 points. I don't know, man. It, it just like, I, I just think Cold War nailed it so well. And I just hope to see that that, that trend continue. Season three, continue. okay. 
Yes, he's yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I <laughs> I couldn't tell you what happened that year. Yeah, I mean, I, it's just uh, that's what I'm saying. I, I just think they they really Cold War really set the precedent for how to do a post-launch story and and and, and fluent continuity from season to season. I really like that. I really like that. And there's still so much we don't know, which is probably going to be revealed, you know, in a few days. Season six, ten minute cutscene. I'll take that. Do you, remember the remember the cringe vecting revelations? Everyone's looking for a ten minute movie. <laughs> And it was like somebody had data mine like Project Genesis or something in Revelations and ended up being a troll. It was like a troll, the Shadows of Evil intro, where she's like, oh, hey, my. you, or whatever. Remember? Something like that. It, oh, my God, yeah. dude. People that expect these cinematic movies, like, oh, man. I, that, that's just, I don't know. It, it, and it's because we kind of have been getting like, these cinematic movies, though. We, I mean, it's kind of funny how, how far we've come when it comes to cutscenes and, and cinematics. Uh, yeah, I, I'm you know, really I want. I want an ending cutscene for a zombies nomp where you get a, a, a pay stub or not a pay stub, a movie ticket stub, and you go to the friggin' theaters and you watch the outro cutscene there. I want it to be I want it to be an hour and a half. That's what I want to freaking do. That's what I want to do. <laughs> that would be an interactive campaign on a level we've never seen before for this goddamn franchise. I mean, just, just imagine. Just imagine that. You do the Forsaken uh, Easter egg and then you scan the QR code and your Cineplex out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody chat was like, IW can earn every weapon for free. Yeah, but true, true but still not not exactly. There's still supply drops. There were some people that were frustrated. The player count wasn't that high anyway. It, it, it didn't. It didn't but wasn't it just wasn't it just season pass owners that got? That's what I thought. You still have to pay money. I thought it was just season pass owners got a challenge you could do to unlock the weapon unless you got it from supply drops. I, I, don't know. I, I forget. I'm not going to speak Mono, any on that. I forget. Modern Warfare Remastered was uh, credits you can or salvage you can apply to then unlock certain things as well. But still, it, nothing compared to now. You could just easily go and play a single match and unlock your weapon in that one game or something. It's just super easy. Um, Halloween's tomorrow? Oh, Sunday. It must be different time zones. Oh, different time zones for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. For, you, it's probably, for him, it's probably the 30th. For us, 29th, yeah. still. Um, but yeah, with that being said, uh, I will go over upcoming streams, events, plans, partnerships. Before we get into that, let's uh, transition into our favorite segment. What do you say? Let's get it. Who are these people? All right, we got some pretty funny comments to go through. And once again, thank you to everybody who puts any comments in the public Who Are These People tab uh, that could be found over on... Our Discord server. First off, great more maps that should have already been in the game. What an awesome surprise. Kata's really dead now. SMA or shake my head. Van Garbage is already an L. Terrible reskin of Mono Warfare 2019. This guy's not going to be happy with <laughs> the launch of Vanguard. I don't know, man. But the people that hate Cold War, though, I'm just like, why are you here? Why, why, why do you why do you come into a, a channel that likes Cold War? I don't understand that. Uh, this channel has to be the biggest cop-out and game shilling ever. Uh, cop-out? I don't know how. Game shilling ever. I guess I can't like a game. Uh, I'm a show now. Heard it here first. Whatever he Rip. says, whatever he says is always cap. Let's get some. Let's get some cap emojis in chat. Anybody watching this live? Cap emojis. Whatever he says is always cap. It, oh man, gotta love these comments, dude. Gotta love these comments. Oh, Fajardi's wearing a cap, so he's capping as well. Fajardi's capping. Um, can your content be right about something for once? I would love to know what he means by this because it's really. I think it comes back to what we said earlier at the beginning, where you know. We talk about something that's either official, rumored, whatever. We're not claiming that. We're just reporting on it. So if you think I have something to do with announcements or something to do with the marketing, I, I don't make COD. 
I just talk about it. I just cover it. So I don't know what what has been wrong in the past that really bothers you because I always make clear when something's official, something's rumored, something's my opinion. People just can't understand the difference. Thank you, Awesome Thompson. Much love for the support there. Uh, can you stop being greedy for money and actually give us good and right information? Thanks. Somebody replied, this is the best comments I have read in a long time. If you become a member to DK's channel, then you need, you need psychiatric help. Seriously, the clickbaitiest YouTuber ever. It's not even a word. Even more than SchizoX. So if SchizoX is watching, yeah, rip buddy Schizo there. If Schizo is watching this podcast, or if he ever sees this clip here, yes, competition, my friend. We're apparently the worst of the worst on YouTube or something. Oh, man. I'm going to clip it and add him on Twitter. <laughs> somebody please clip it. Add him on Twitter. I will retweet it. And uh, I mean, I might even DM it to him if he doesn't see it. But, uh, oh, my God. I, I just, uh, I don't get that, man. That, that That's a major cap uh, <laughs> of a comment there. And the thing is, greedy for money. Where's the greed? I don't ask for donos. I don't ask for likes. I say, hey, if you want to subscribe, it's free. Feel free to do it. It helps me out. Helps you out with seeing my content more often. I mean, that's it. If you guys don't care about the sponsors I promote every now and again, skip them. I shouldn't even say that, but skip them. <laughs> you know, like seriously, like you did, no one, no one straps you to a chair like Adler and says, "Yeah, we're gonna mind wash you and force you to do something." It's like I don't know, man. Uh, also, good and right information. I, again, not trying to toot my horn here, but do I not always cover what's official, what's reliably rumored from certain people? I mean, what do, what don't I cover? I mean, I I, I don't know. Uh, internet's funny. Uh, we also have that skin's already been out. This is fake as fuck. I think he's talking about your, your beautiful Hudson roadmap that you can see right there at the bottom uh, of this overlay. The beautiful oh. Hudson season six reloaded concept art. I mean, how many times do I have to explain this? I'm not a COD partner. I'm not a gaming scooper. I'm not a leaker. I wouldn't have access to a roadmap for a new season before anybody else does. Before Charlie Intel, before COD on Twitter. Um, why? I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't get that. Clearly it's concept art, you know, just for fun. Thank God it's over. Worst COD yet. I was waiting for this comment, right? Who, who, who's been on the edge of their seats all year? And they're like, oh, any quarter to be over with, man. Fucking done with this game. I, I wonder who's saying that. Clenching their fist. Clenching their fist, like oh. foam coming out of their mouth. Like, hey, maybe maybe that was us during Modern Warfare Cycle. You know, <laughs> maybe that was us. We don't even know it. Maybe we I was on Blackout, so. We were on Black. Yeah, we were still on Blackout. We were still on uh, BO4. Uh, somebody posted a timestamp in a comment at 3 minutes, 46 seconds. And I quote, don't get me wrong, Activision. Can I please have my support a crater code now? He put it in quotations. I've never said that. So I don't know. And I actually, I went to this timestamp to see what he was talking about. In the timestamp, I do say, I'm, I'm, I say, I think something along the lines of, uh, I like the bundles we have this season. You know, I think they've been, they've been pretty nice. <laughs> the Halloween, like Donnie Darko look, is looking good. And he, he quotes that and switches it to, uh, can I have a crater code? No relevance at all. No correlation. I mean, the, the, and this, I said nothing about a creator code there. The bundles uh, are good. Like, I don't like, what are you saying? Let, like, let, let me lie and say they're bad so I can get more views on people that just, you know, love negativity. I, I guess so. Uh, bad video, man. You talk so much yet said nothing. This is, a, I think it was a 19-minute vid with like uh, 17 timestamps. So maybe uh, this wasn't for you, man. Sorry to hear that. Uh, a couple comments from our wonderful server. Let me, uh, let's pull up a couple good ones. Buddy oh, over. Where's over? Is over in chat? Buddy, like, or, yeah, guy? buddy order. That's his name on Discord. Thank you so much for all oh, the yeah, comments order, you put. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I come over. We over <laughs> order. Yeah. Order. Um, somebody said covenants is nothing new. Another reason of something else to save time and claim it's new. Well, uh, 
I can't think of anything off the top of my head that has been anything remotely close to Covenant. Because I system. guess skill tiers, but that wasn't RNG based. It was a one and done. This is meant to be a, a, the opposite, actually. Not one and done. So it's there's supposed more to create to content every. It's supposed to create new content every single game by making every game not the same. There, which yeah. is beautiful. There, 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 there will. Someone that was from this stream. <laughs> Perfect. Really? Uh, Vanger's gonna tank so bad. Plus, Godon is the worst cod ever. I've heard this probably seven times in a row. Oh my god. Uh, lol, I don't care. Why are you here? We don't even have onslaught yet, and they've already they're already announcing more exclusives. Like holy crap, we're struggling out here. Tricks betraying every zombies player if the round base map is exclusive. If this happens, I want to start a revolution. Uh, deleted user is his name. Deleted user. Delete his account. That's what I wonder. Um, oh my god, he's here. He's in chat. Is he in chat? Deleted user. No order. Oh order. Hey order. Legend, <laughs> dude. Thank you for <laughs> supporting our Discord server and putting in these great comments that we miss from time to time. Um. Exclusives are stupid. Why encourage me to play on an inferior machine at lower settings? If you have deleted a PC, users here. If you have a, if you have a, oh hey, deleted user, what's going on? If you have a PS, if you have a PC, I get it. But let's be honest, right? If you care about exclusives, PlayStation is the best place to play on. PS5, of course. But if you care about performance, it's PC. So that I, I, I get, I get that comment. I, I do. Um, let's see. Any other last ones we want to read real quickly? I'm here for big clickbait title hit. Huh? English? Uh, Vanguard's going to flop so bad. No hope for this game. Okay. Let's see. Facts. I'm not pre-ordering it. I'm done with COD. Cope of the dead. Cope of the dead. <laughs> Ace is Defender. Manscaped adds every video followed by an unskippable ad. Jeez, bro. Um, YouTube decides if the ads are unskippable or not. You can obviously, like, in studio, when you place ads, you can you put unskippable, skippable, it'll randomize that. I, I have no say in how how long the ads are. Ace Defender was one sponsor I did, never did them more than once. Manscaped, I have a month deal with them that expires the second week of November. Um, it was a really nice, really nice deal that I had set up with Manscaped. I definitely love their brand. So uh, if anybody's interested, feel free. Use the code Twitch20 to save 20% off any order. But um, also, you don't have to watch the integrated part in every video either you could just skip 30 you know uh scrub past it if you don't care about manscape totally your totally your call oh my god <laughs> what oh i can't even i can't even say this i'm gonna get demonetized if i say this one i'll quit if they add uh cat oh. female dogs <laughs> you have to watch this on youtube chat you wanna, i'm not gonna read this out loud um def, definitely just uh, just out of line like i don't i don't know where this came from i mean it, it surprises didn't get flagged for like profanity or something I, I don't i don't know what that's supposed to mean but uh all right he said he will only he, he will quit if they add that season six reloaded i have no idea what that even means but uh last one let's see oh this is weird oh wait two, two, i got two more actually i like the haunting event but i can't wait for it to end i'm sick of having my game crash every time i play new 84 halloween i've never seen that happen so i i don't know where that came from uh, I want to watch this video that has popped up on my feed, but this dude's voice is really annoying. I'm sorry I was born with this voice. I'm so sorry. I can't change it. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing I can do about it. Um, and that's just about it for this segment of who are these people. Actually, order drops so many. There's a video in your Manscaped ad that, that makes me laugh. Uh, I don't accept the pandemic excuse. This pandemic was only as terrible as you allowed it to be. I mean, devs w weren't working at the studio. So, I mean, that, that's that's up to you to say, hey, devs had a disadvantage when they were making the game. So, um, I guess I guess you don't have to agree with that if you don't want to. 
<laughs> and that's going to be it for a lot of comments we got this past week. Thank you so much to everybody who uh, contributed with a bunch of goofy stuff. If you, guys, if you guys ever see anything crazy, it doesn't have to be on my videos or my tweets, but anywhere on the internet, feel free to throw it into that public Discord server and we'll gladly go through it. <laughs> but yeah, definitely some goofy ones this week. Absolutely hilarious. If you're going to see anything crazy as well, go to Prestigious Key's YouTube community post because he gets called a shill so often. He has a creator code, so I guess more people are inclined to say that, even though they shouldn't. He's such an honest person, man. D don't ever say that to him. I mean, mm -hmm. send all that BS towards me, but don't do it to Ryan. Prestige is such a good dude. It's such a, I mean, I don't know why people even do that. Um, pandemic was only as bad as we allowed it to be. Yeah, I guess like it was our call for it to be this crazy fucking thing. We the internet caused that, right? I, I don't know, man. I, people are people are insane. I the the the, the ridiculous stuff I see everywhere. But uh, all that aside, all that aside, lots of stuff coming up. So first off, I do want to do a Halloween stream this Sunday. I think I should fill it into my fit into my schedule. Uh, maybe in costume. I, I haven't worn a costume in years. Maybe something funny. <laughs> Maybe something funny where we go on stream, play some Halloween stuff, uh, get some matches in, open lobbies. Maybe we'll do that. I also have another stream idea before Vanguard comes out, a full Easter egg marathon um, for Cold War. D-Machine, Firebase, Outbreak 1 and 2, Modern Totem, Forsaken. That's a long stream. So I'm looking, maybe I'll get a, a really good squad together. If you guys in chat right now want to take part in that, let me know. DM me. I'll need a full squad that knows everything, is dedicated to doing all of them in one sitting because it'll be a minute. Um, something fun I want I want to do before Vanguard comes out. Also, uh, Tuesday, November second, obviously, Hammer and Sickle dropping in Cold War. We'll be grinding with that, and then the Activision investors call a couple of hours later. So we'll be live oh, from all of that. Please let the Hammer and Sickle have jump boost. Please, Ooh, it might like like the like the site. It actually might. Yeah, it actually might. 100%. And then Wednesday should, and I'm saying should because something might come up where maybe Activision strikes down hard on people. Wednesday, the is it the third. Yes, the third should be when we're able to at least stream campaign early. Service for multiplayer and zombies won't be active, probably even will be locked. But we should be able to do an early campaign stream like we did last year with Cold War. I have that in place to do, but it's all up to whether Activision throws the hammer down on that. They didn't last year. Hopefully they don't this year. So that should be happening. A possible Season 6 Reloaded stream, if that even gets surprisingly dropped, it's unlikely, but I think it's possible. Um, so there's that. And then of course, launch of Vanguard itself. I will have plenty. And I mean, plenty of coverage of that game for campaign to start with and then work our way down zombies and multiplayer. I have lots of videos in mind. Um, I do want to mention, I have a big, big, big partnership announcement coming up, which I can't share more about right now, but I think I should be able to on Monday, big partnership announcement. Um, I'm excited about it. It'll change nothing about how I do content, it'll just allow me to post more content. And uh, when I talk about that more, you guys will understand this a lot a lot easier at that time. But a big announcement coming out probably on Monday. And expect a lot more from me this year. I think I'll be covering, like I said, Vanguard the way I covered Cold War. Same with Fajardi. But we're looking for even more ways to do that. And I think we've already found those ways. So we're both really excited about it. Um, I think we'll end off this podcast with taking a, a trip down memory lane. Let's, let's look at Black Ops Cold War as we say our goodbyes to the game's life cycle, right? Let's let's take it to the memory lane a little bit. Let me scroll down as far as I can on YouTube to the beginning of this game's life cycle. First off, with you, you weren't even making renders when Cold War came out. That's, mm -hmm. the, that's the insane part, right? We were still in our roots, right? Just coming up with like creative thumbnail ideas and you were just going hand with Photoshop. Um, I didn't even have my rebrand yet with my new intros or anything or my new styles of editing. 
let's go all the way back down. I mean, launch week was crazy because were you still in school when this game dropped? I can't remember. Yep, I was. You, you were still in school. I even was still in school. And I think I, I've touched on this before. If you guys haven't tuned into like my older podcast, I was in school for two years, uh, university. And I realized, I said, you know what? Long story short, even, even if I were to finish, what would I do? I wouldn't go look for a job with whatever degree. I would still go full-time on YouTube because this is what I, I really love to do. And my passion has always been with community building, creating content, covering this game, this franchise I enjoy. I love producing content. I love commentating. I love sitting down and doing these discussions. I love streaming live to people. So I figured I would do, I would do full-time content anyway. Why the hell am I in school? And mm-hmm. I followed my gut. It was a crazy decision to make. Um, no regrets ever since. Um, I think if I didn't go down this path, I would have lived in regret forever. I really would have. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, without going to specifics, um, I've been, I've, I feel like I'm an example and there's so many other people as well that are examples that you don't need a college degree to be an entrepreneur, to, to, to start a business, to, 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 to thrive off something that you love to do. You don't need a college degree for that. I think this generation has a hard time grasping that concept. And I do have a goal one day to write a book about it, about the experience, about the sacrifices, all that. I'm re- I love writing, so I think that's why I really want to do that. That'll probably be something I do in the future. But um, thank you, Jessup. I started at 20K in Cold War. We are now approaching 71K, possibly tonight. We're a couple, we're a handful of subs off. If you haven't subbed yet, feel free to do it. It's free. It helps me out. It helps you see my videos a lot more often. Thank you guys so much. I mean, tripling. I mean, this is insane. Tripling the sub count. In one game, I mean, beyond humble about that, beyond grateful, beyond thankful. There's, there's no words to explain how I feel about that. And, I mean, it's it's just, it's a dream come true to see stuff like that. You know, it, it doesn't just stem from consistency. That's important. You got to love what you're doing. You got to love the game that you're covering as well. That, that'll drive the new ideas. That, that, that's my biggest advice for people who want to do any type of content. Love what you're doing. I love this. I really do. Um... And this wouldn't have been possible without Fajardi as well. I mean, let's look at the thumbnails, for example. I mean, we had a mix of you, Lucas Vice, Sam. I'm not, I've never been good with thumbnails. I, I, that's that's God honest. I've never been good with graphics. You guys are all just. I mean, you you have let you have pretty much paved the path for me to any type of success, any type of marketing, any type of promotion. I mean, these graphics go a long way. They really do. Um, just taking a look at this, this amazing, amazing coverage here. Um, a, a really perfect blend of multiplayer, zombies, Warzone, streams. Um, oh my God, remember this video? When they did the Mountain Dew trailer for fucking Cold War, it was Game Fuel promotion. And it was a surprise trailer. And then also we had Nuketown marketing as well. That got 90K. Like, what the fuck? Like, th- oh man, th- we really, I, <laughs> I, I think this, th- like this channel, seriously, set the bar for, how to cover Cold War, at least. I mean, not tweeting my horn at all, but we really just tried so hard to cover the game in every way fucking possible. Seriously. Um, we covered Onslaught. I did, a, I did an achievement guide. Oh, my God. How to beat Dead Officer K3. Nobody posted a video about that. Nobody how much posted. K is that on now? 207. I mean, dude, we. I'm telling you, chat, the way we tried so hard, I, I'm super proud of all of it. I mean, I couldn't have done it without Fajardi, Sam, Lucas Vice. Anybody, any of you guys in the audience now live or watching this later, we really tried so hard and, and, and we have no regrets at all. If there's, anything, if there's anything we could have done better, 
we've already written that down and how we're going to improve on that for Vanguard and beyond. Ooh. We've really, really tried to keep track of what works, what doesn't work, listen to feedback, how to make things clickable but not misleading. There's, there's a big area in which you have to do that. I mean, season one, holy shit. Some of my favorite thumbnails ever are right here. When Pajardi first started off with renders. I mean, take it away with, with yourself, honestly. How do you feel about Cold War as a journey, man? Because it's not just a journey of we love this content, we love this game. But then for yourself personally, with your business, with my business, I mean, take it away, man, with anything that you want to address about this game. I mean, it's been, it's been a hell of a journey. Yeah, so before Cold War, um, I mean, you, you, you were getting views by the time cold war was coming around so like you were you were kind of already uh, on the way to being something i was i was always uh, <laughs> until this year i was absolutely <laughs> nothing um man i had 200 followers on twitter um didn't post anything on twitter didn't do anything um uh, and then you know started doing renders in january start doing this 10 months later i joined carnage the fuck? um which Who is the like fuck does that in a short amount of time right <laughs> tell like that's what i'm saying and it's not about me at all i'm talking about majority who the fuck in a, in, a, in a matter of months masters renders masters because you already were good with photoshop so you're just kind of combining your skills and then joins mm -hmm. carnage and you're now you're in like you're in in with, with, with like come on that's crazy like that's yeah, something to be proud uh, of it's insane the thing, uh, the thing about Carnage, and I was talking about uh, Ryan with this before I joined. Key, he was like, Ryan. "Yeah, yeah, Ryan Prestigious Key." Um, I was talking to him about it um, because he obviously knew I was joining before I got uh, announced, and yeah, 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 before I got announced. And he was like, "You know how many people like want to be in your shoes right now? Like, do you know how many people would like actually kill to be to yes. be you right now?" And I'm like, "I, I personally have no idea. This is, it's been such a short amount of time." And I've just been doing what I've loved, and I've been doing it well. And and he's like, "Yeah, well, you, you're being like rewarded for it now. You're being." And I'm like, "Damn, it's earned. Uh, it's deserved. It's not like you I, just hand this on a platter because of what you look like, or because what you, or because what you say, or you you've worked for this. You know what I mean? It's it, it's true. <laughs> holy shit! I mean, oh my god, crazy comment in chat. Hazard said I subbed to you. This guy named Hazard said I subbed to you after you made the video on the guy who wanted to sue Treyarch for factions." Wow. I remember I remember <laughs> making that video and guess who made the intro for that video that was hilarious with the meme? It was Fajari <laughs> that made that intro. Like I, and somebody asked my favorite season. That's very I mean, every season's been special to me for Cold War because I've loved the updates with the game. I've really enjoyed playing the game for hours, long nights, getting great gameplays, dropping nukes. I've really loved this game. I think, I mean, if I really had to choose, I I was crazy about season one, season three. Season five and right now season. I mean, I, I loved all of them, but if I really had to choose one, I might go with season three or five. It's five. It's, five is me. Five, all the way. I mean, five because I love Black Ops One, Drive In, and Zoo. Are, oh, love these maps. I mean, season three was so fucking good. I love. Uh, was it Nakatomi Plaza and Warzone? Eighties Action Heroes. Um, I I just. Oh man, we also had this new thing where we posted. Uh, of these early videos before the start of a new season where we kind of showcase some early gameplay that's out there of the maps that we're allowed to do, uh, the battle pass. I mean, we came up with so many different styles uh, all uh, of content to do every season. Um, I loved streaming. I mean, Fajar and I talk about this all the time. You know, with, with, when, when, when the start of a season, or when it's the start of a season, we would be at the top of the Cold War tab on YouTube and Twitch. I only stream on YouTube, but if you compare like the audience numbers 
on YouTube and Twitch, we were at the top. And I'm like, if you went back years ago and told me we would see that, I would have, I would have, I wouldn't have believed it. I really like in Blackout, we had we got a couple of bangers, right? How to get all the numbers, outfits, the character quest. We had a couple of bangers here. Those are like 20k though. 20, 30, there was one that was like 37, I think, about the number. There was a couple of strong bangers, and then some zombies videos, some early info about you know DLC three and four for Bo four. We we had a couple of you know occasional bangers. I mean, but with Cold War, the consistency with you guys' report. I mean, I think the thing is. This will happen with every COD. There will be some slow moments where there's either not much to talk about for like a week or two or, you know, interest with, with the community goes down a bit because there isn't much new going on. Other games come out or there's a controversy like an Activision lawsuit or something. Uh, and then that happens, right? And then I, I think it's all about, it's like what you, you just said about people wanting to be in your shoes. That's why whenever there's a slow moment on YouTube, you know, maybe views go down a little bit or something happens or it's still, we have to be beyond humble. To be able to say we do this full time for a career when there's people that would kill to be in those shoes. There's people that are not – people that aren't happy with their regular jobs. They want to stream. They want to make videos. And it's not always easy to make that jump. And that's why it's like I don't think there's words to explain how grateful – grateful is not even a strong enough word uh, for this opportunity and this privilege to, to, to produce for you guys and to cover a game I've been playing since I was like eight years old. I mean, I, re I really tried COD for the first time when I was like four or five, but I started playing, playing it when I was like seven or eight or something. I mean, it, it it's, it's just, it's crazy, man. Um, let's look at the playlist I have for Black Ops Cold War altogether. Um, I think there's how many, video 199 videos in that playlist and then zombies, there's 91. So there's 200, about 200 regular videos about general stuff, and there's another 90 in zombies. Uh, that that's just, I mean, we've produced so much here, and I just, I'm, yeah. I'm always looking for ways to improve and to do things better, to expand. I mean, anything else you want to add though to Cold War as, as a season? It's just been a hell of a goddamn year. It really has been. Um, I think yeah, if you want to talk about like paving the way for for stuff, I, I think. Um... I think in a way I kind of paved my my own way in the in the render community this year because coming from I mean you can see the you can see on my Twitter on my Twitter the progression of the work like yeah coming from someone that didn't even have the program downloaded before Cold War when when Cold War was released I didn't have the PC I didn't have the program downloaded the I didn't have anything to do yeah to literally do it and then um, like you know you start looking over the months and you're like, wow, this guy's really doing something. And then you got the more clients, you got this, you go that, you keep innovating and you keep building upon, um, yeah, I, what you, you know, you just, it's just natural progression. And and that's the thing is like, we never use this podcast to like boast about, Oh, look at our, our W's look at our success. We, you know, I, I will praise your work and, you know, we'll talk about what we're proud of with content, but I'm using this segment just today to say, hey, it's the last podcast before Cold War's over. Let's take a look back and a trip down memory lane at, at what's been accomplished and what we're really happy about. I mean, I, I almost think the universe works in interesting ways where if it's your time, it's your time. If, if it's if it's an opportunity to do something, you know, maybe take it. You know, look at all – follow your gut. You know, sometimes you want things to happen at a certain moment when you think it makes the most sense. And then sometimes the universe is like, you got to wait a little bit. It's not your time for this, not your time for that. I always used to say, I'm like, you know – if I just knew how to do YouTube correctly back in like 2015, at least, where would my channel be today? Would I be at a million subs? And it's not even about the numbers. I'm just thinking like, where could I have gone if I started sooner, if I did things right sooner? But I'm like, you know what? I'm happy that everything worked out the way it did. 
when it did because maybe we wouldn't have been as happy if things happened years before. Maybe something would have came up. Maybe we would have moved on. I think the way it's working out now with how we're doing it right now in this day and age could be leading to who knows what in the future. I mean, beyond humble about that. Um, I think on my bucket list still in terms of content, hit 100K, get that silver plaque. Um, set up a big event or a venue somewhere around the U.S. where I can maybe rent out a big room and bring and then and host a bunch of like members and subs that want to come through and hang out. Similar to the uh, what was it that barbecue that Nick Merckx did recently? We've been talking about this way before he did that though. We were talking about an idea about that like I think two years ago almost. Like hey, at 100K, let's celebrate. Let's get together with everybody somewhere <laughs> that makes sense for people. It'd be expensive, of course, but. Figure something like that out. We'd love to work with Activision one day, be a, a partner, promote COD, and, and receive early access to things and just continuously promote the item shop. Code Dynamite in the shop would be fantastic. But maybe that'll happen one day. But until then, still, super happy to see other brands that want to collaborate with me. I'm always humble when I get an email that's like, hey, we like what you do. Let's work together. I mean, would have never thought that was possible a couple years ago. And then and Fajardi here. Just paving the way for a new generation of creators that make art, that make videos, that do anything. I mean, it, it's really, it's changing up the game in a good way. Um, something we've always stressed is like, I think if it's not, if it's not Cold War, then it's Vanguard. That's going to really uh, phase out older creators that aren't happy anymore or older, or older creators that I think their time is up, right? If they're not happy with the game or if they're not making any more content. And, and it's really starting to pave the way for just a new generation of, of content creation and, and promotion and, and, and collaboration. I think that's kind of, that's, that's what we're looking at going forward. I mean, yeah. What, what would you say about that? You think it's kind of like a, it's like a transition point coming up with Vanguard or? I, I'd say yeah, I, I definitely, I, I 100% think it is. I'm, I remember I told you this the other day, like I, everyone in this chat and everyone like, on Twitter right now and, and throughout like just commenting on videos like you're, you're witnessing the, the ground level of the next generation of, of, uh, of quote unquote, like big YouTubers, um, like with like Lego unlocked and like Casper Z and, and even DK, uh, it's really, it's hard. It's, I mean, you can always be hopeful and that's, that's what I am. Um, very hopeful about it, that we are on the ground level of something, uh, a lot bigger, a lot bigger than we even could even we could even know, you know. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's my take. Jessup put something really nice in the chat. The word you, the word you boys are looking for is honored. I think you're right. I think that I think that word might even be above grateful or humble. Honored. I mean, people that trust us to provide you with anything, to provide you with news, a guide, a stream, a, a podcast, a discussion. I mean, the fact that that ex that, that that that's the case. I mean, thank you for. For the opportunity, really. Um, yeah, Casper Z, like, oh I'd, die, I'd die for that guy. We, I would literally die for him. It's literally like I said earlier, same with Prestige. Clip it man. and chip it. I would die for that clip, guy. Clip it and chip it, man. Send it to this guy. <laughs> I mean, uh, we're going to have him on in the podcast soon as well. Maybe Again, yeah. It's 100%. like, it's crazy. I said this earlier. I'm like, the, I think one of my favorite parts about content creation is not even the, the, the production and, and all that, but the people we've met. We've met, we've met such good people. We've also met some some <laughs> some sus individuals that we don't talk to anymore, but yeah. we've met some great people that are just I'm like wow, we want to be like we we want to be as as positive and, and optimistic as them. We want to be as we want to be as fluent with our commentaries as they are. We want to we want to work together. We want to we want to just put that positivity and that energy all in one and 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 create something even greater in terms of content creation. I mean that it's seriously the truth. Um, Somebody mentioned miserable old COD channels uh, would be better leaving now before it gets to before it gets too bad. I mean, usually they either find out the hard way when they lose their audience 
or they find out in a different way where they truly wake up and say, I'm just wasting my time at this point. I don't like this game anymore. Why am I, why am I doing it? Um, but yeah, it's just, and I think the, the biggest thing, the big thing I want to say too is you're not going to make it far if you plagiarize or mimic somebody else because you'll, ne you'll never feel that sense of accomplishment inside that you did something original that you came up with or that you're trying something exclusive that you didn't see somebody else do already. So it's like, I, I send it to, to anybody out there that wants to do content is don't try to be somebody else. Find Reinvent something. Try to do something that you're proud of and that's at least somewhat new compared to what's already out there. Um, I mean, the, the, I can name a couple channels easily, but we're not going to do that. That just that literally will either stalk my channel or other channels and just exactly copy video length, titles, thumbnail styles, the way we approach things. You can tell so easily. And uh, you can tell so easily people are doing it and, and it's hilarious. But... For us, it's like, yeah, what are we going to do about that? We, we can we can call them out, but that's not – we're not looking for that attention either. We're not trying to be like, hey, we're, we're boasting on Twitter that someone's copying us. No, we're, you know, we just we just don't talk about them and let, let them figure out eventually that's not the way to go about content. Um, yeah, copying uh, thumbnail styles would be, I think, typically the hardest thing to do. It is. I mean, and it won't be copied in terms of quality, but in terms of like structure and what they're trying to go for and the message they're trying to tell. You can tell when somebody's really going for that and – you know, oh, I'm just in my, in my headphone. Oops. You can really tell people are doing that. And then I'm like, you know, that's uh, that's the internet for you. But all in all, I think uh, Black Ops Cold War, a game to remember. <laughs> a real game to remember. Uh, oh, man. I love playing campaign for the first time last year. It was almost around this time, about a week away. Uh, multiplayer, in short. I know it launched with, you know, not too many 6v6 maps. Nuketown came out a little bit later. I've been addicted to it. I love the new killstreak system. I love going for nukes. I think a lot of the DLC maps were very strong. I can't say any of them were terrible. Uh, really enjoyed it. I liked it significantly more than Black Ops 4 multiplayer. I'll tell you that much. Um, and zombies, hey. <laughs> I love the direction they're going in. I think it was really fresh for people that... Uh... Wait. What? Did I just read that correctly? Did I just read that correctly in chat? There's no way. I mean, I'm not getting into that. Sorry. Yeah, so. I, I won't get into that either. But uh, shame in chat. Uh, I will love more context on that. Please uh, feel free to DM me about that. That's really interesting. That that's that's like <laughs> that's like with its own podcast on its own. Jesus Christ! I, I there's no way I just read that correctly. There's no, there's literally no way. There's literally no way I read that. If you could tell me where you heard that at least, or what the context was, I'd really appreciate that because that's that's really funny. Um, anyway, all that aside, zombies. You've already gone into it. Um, love the new direction. We love the new direction that uh, the game mode's gone. And I think with that being said, we got to say our goodbyes to Black Ops Cold War, unless there's more DLC on the way, which I will cover. But uh, the next podcast we do, Vanguard will already be out. You probably would have seen dozens of videos posted on my channel. Uh, dozens. Dozens. Right? I mean, yeah, probably exaggerating, but a, a fair amount. Uh, uh, it's not going to be something where it's like, quantity over quality it'll be videos I'm, I'm i'm happy with producing that make sense for a launch window um that that, that that's what we're looking at and uh and fajardi as well i think uh, i do want to mention this real quickly you put a tweet out saying you're limiting your your uh, uh your graphic output on, oh shit did i spoil that i don't think i'm putting it out either way because with some discrepancies with uh model ripping on launch so god i mean yeah I, I was gonna I, I, i'll just say i was gonna put a tweet out saying i'm only My accepting bad. five clients um 
yeah, I'm probably not going to put that tweet out anymore because I don't know if I'll even be able to do 3D work on the launch for Vanguard. So, Got it. Hey, back I'm to sorry. our roots, my guy. Back to our roots. I mean, I could pull up the quickest example. I'm not a fan. You're not a fan of going back to our roots? Nope. Well, at least I'll, I'll say this. It won't be those type of thumbs where we're like, what the hell do we do with this? It'll be, I think it'll be pretty straightforward shit that, that will make sense for launch, but we'll go through that list later. I mean, back to our roots in terms of just clean HUD bangers, uh, slapping a logo on something, a nice screenshot that you up, you fix the lighting with. I mean, go back to Black Ops 4 and you did some crazy shit and there was no 3D work involved in that at all. Like, look at this. Black Ops 4, year two past concept art for some rumors we were talking about in that vid. You did some That's crazy shit. That's not good. It's just not good though. Like, well, I'll tell you what. If, if if at launch, nobody has access to 3D models, anything will be good <laughs> that you put out because there will be there will be no going above it. You know what I mean? There is no 3D uh, for launch of Vanguard at least. We'll see. But uh, with that being said, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll have to figure a lot of things out. But um, I see it all depends how launch goes with Vanguard. I want to say there will be a podcast next Friday. Maybe things go crazy and we're like all over the place with videos and streams and all this. We don't know what we don't know where we're going to be next week. We don't know how launch is going to look like. Um, so there will be a podcast either next Friday or the following. We have a number of guests lined up, which I'm really happy about. Um, and again, these guests have to also... Uh, plan accordingly because they'll be busy with launch content so that's why we're kind of waiting till everything kind of calms down before season one but yeah go ahead what, what were you gonna say damn this guy um hazard said i saw a video with you and fajardi from bo4 when you opened up 30 no dupe drops the other day you both have changed a lot that video is like you know how old that video so is? old was it that one where we were playing alcatraz and then you and then you actually sent me your commentary. Like I had you talk about I had you I had you talk about a segment for me. I think and then maybe. It, or was it like a maybe it was a dual com? We just talked like a, a bit of an interview while we were opening dupes or something. I something don't know. Like I know I know we did two videos. One of them where we opened up we both had the, the no dupe thing, so we both recorded that and did that together. Kays and Spider Man were probably there. They're in our chat right now. They were probably there. Yeah, they, they, they probably watched that video. Holy shit. But then the other one, I remember the one you're we talking about, that was May of last year when they released a free uh a free drop. Oh, a free it was like a uh, weapon drop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I, I I get it. Bundles are more appropriate than supply drops these days. I, I miss kind of making those little videos. We open shit. We don't know what we're going to get. I guess you can call it gambling, but we, I think the point I'm making is we made some fun content out of that when, when we could. So I, I'm curious how that content would perform now, now that we've grown a lot. I wonder if people will be interested in watching that. If they ever brought supply drops back, that'd be hilarious. I could do those, those goofy thumbs where I'm like, you know, holy shit. <laughs> and the thumb, and then I, I get the, the, yeah, the new DLC weapon. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny, man. That's so funny. We, I mean, seriously, dude. Fajardi's been around since, dude, it was, before, Blackout wasn't even out. It was like, the, it was the fall, or it was like it August was, or September. It was August 2018. The fuck, bro? What are the August 20, going? August 29, 2018. You can actually find the, uh, our, you can, our first game is actually on YouTube together. Someone streamed it. That's, <laughs> our first yeah, game I remember that. I, I remember that, dude. Yeah, man, the memories. But with that being said, folks, thank you all for the support. 25 episodes strong of Bombshell. Somebody asked, will we get to 100? Of course we will, unless unless one of us is dead or if one of us is legally. In uh, two years. Yeah, in two years, right? Or uh, uh, one of us will be dead or we'll have to step away from this for whatever legal reason. But there should be no no blockage to get to episode 100. Episode 100 will be... Uh... Will be a COD 2023 discussion. Hey, I, yeah, if we do the math exactly, yeah, we'll see. It, it should be in, tra in Treyarch's next game. That's perfect. 
We started it during Cold War, and then we'll have episode 100 during Treyarch's next game. Hell yeah. But with that being said, I started a video coming out tonight. I got a couple of things I wanted to address. Uh, some other content this weekend, and then all those things I have coming up next week, which is going to be crazy, as we talked about earlier. But if you guys didn't watch this on YouTube, hopefully you enjoyed it on uh, iTunes, Spotify, any other major audio platform in which this podcast is sent to, thanks to Anchor. And yeah, next time we see you, Vanguard will be out, and we'll have plenty more to discuss. With that being said, this Let's is going to be Dynamite, and the co-host, the legend himself, Jardy. We will catch you guys in the next one. Peace out, everybody.